0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Real gon' recognize. Real gon' recognize. Real gon' recognize. Real, real. Only gon' recognize. Still, still. recognize I Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. let go, Real, real Phony gonna recognize Still, still Recognize with Like we always do with
2: Thank you. with
3: You have a garage full of old junk at least you think it's old junk how about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long you just been moving stuff into you are ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time well if you do make sure you contact faulkner's antiques before you throw it away again that's faulkner's antiques out of burlington north carolina faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates sterling old furniture Pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 214 6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet, that's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques. 336-214-6427. 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Copper at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Radio show, back in the building with you folks. You know, what I mean, we do it real big. WMMG, home of the KRRP radio show. We apologize about the technical difficulties. Got my text trying to get that right right now as we speak. Um My feed is good on this side. I mean, I'm 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 good over here. So, my man Taliban, who's no longer with KRRP radio show. My man is got getting ready for summertime. So, definitely want to show some love to my homeboy Taliban, man, who's uh, very inspirational. I'm sorry, very instrumental in uh getting this show right getting the show off the ground and you know Taliban that's that's my that's my partner right there man he's doing his thing he's in sunny California I'll try to get him to call in here tonight because Taliban is a real quiet dude he's really out of the limelight don't like to really get on the mic or anything like that but you know that is the man so far as technical things in and, and the background of things so you know I want to give a special shout out to my homie Taliban but um just going back through the week, man, before, you know, before we bring our guest on, I was really, this has been a heck of a week for me, man, between being sick and just so much, man. So much is going on this week, and uh, but I did get a chance to make it out to Raleigh, North Carolina, you know, the capital out there, and uh, I was with, uh, actually, I, I drove up by myself, but I went to the legislative building, and uh there's some things going on here in North Carolina that's gonna affect all of our communities so far as voter stance and the laws that probably will be passed in the near future for us, especially people of color, uh, the redistricting. And uh when when they go to redistrict, folks, I don't I don't know if a lot of people realize it, but when it comes to redistricting, they go by the census. They use the census as a, a large part of uh of, of redistricting the, you know, redoing, redrawing the districts and whatnot. And uh, what happens is we don't, we don't really get a fair shape so far as, you know, representing us. We don't get a fair shape The You know, it, it, there's nobody to really speak for us the way that we should be spoken for in my mind. So, you know, I just wanted to go up there and just, just say my piece it was an open forum it was open to the public and uh you know the speaker of the house is there and a few other local politicians and you know everybody was there and, and they they really sat and gave the public time to speak about what they needed to speak about you know what concerned them about the whole redistricting thing so some folks got up and they made a lot of sense a lot of people got up and they you know they did their thing and what not talked about what their concerns were uh if they had any at all um, I don't know it was it was a bunch of, it was a bunch going on, you know, but a lot of people who got up they really didn't they really didn't do any justification on uh i don't know it, it's 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 hard to put without sounding bitter all i all I can say is this a lot of people who spoke were there on a different agenda. I think they had something different in their mind to say. I think they represent a different cause. I, I would like to go out on a limb and say, you know, I'm going to call people prejudice, but I, I'll say that a lot of people have some, uh, some prejudice thoughts when it comes to the Spanish population or the, or the Mexican Americans or, or immigrants or immigration, you know, that whole topic. So You know, a few people stood up there and they had that, you know, they they went on that thing about, you know, well, I hope hope they keep the lines and they were talking about gerrymandering and, you know, look that up, folks. I really have time to go into it right now. But it it was talking about gerrymandering and what's going to happen when they change the districts and who's going to get this many votes and who's going to get that many votes. Here's the thing about that whole process. One thing you got to know is that for the most part, poor black people aren't represented properly as there is. Um, on one hand, you have the media and the news that every time something goes on in a public place, they don't seem to grab the most intelligent folks to tell the story. You know, every every time there's, there's a, a fire or, you know, something happens that makes the major news, normally they grab folks and this is no disrespect to anybody, but normally they grab people who who don't tell, who don't paint a clear picture of of my community. Um, I consider myself okay-spoken. I'm definitely not one of the most well-spoken people, but I I kind of know how to use my words. I, I can complete a sentence. You know what I mean? So when it comes to editing and doing this that, and the third, it seems that the news has a history of of going to the folks that. Don't really speak to us that well. Who don't really represent us that well, and then they, you know, they let them tell their whole story. And from the outside looking in, one would think, especially if you don't really deal with the poor or the, let's say, if you don't really deal with the black community like that as a whole, and and you are somebody who live uh, in a in a, in Pandora's box. I'll say you live in a box somewhere, and you know you're happy in your neighborhood, and you don't just deal with different people plainly put. You don't deal with different people. You, you only deal with people of your likeness, people who have money or people who live in your community or people are like you. Um, when when folks like that see the news and then they, they they're getting the information from somebody who can't complete a sentence, it paints the picture that everybody that looks like them or looks kind of like them are like that and speak like that. So that's the feeling that I got when I was at the Legislative Building and, and, you know, listening to some of the folks who spoke. That's the feeling that I got. Um, I got the feeling that, and, and for right or wrong, I got the feeling that a lot of people who stood up and, and said what they said were only representing their, their small groups, their neighborhoods, their friends, their, you know, the folks that they deal with. I don't think they were there for the whole benefit of the whole state and every community. So anyway, to make a long story short, I mean, I had more to say. Unfortunately, I wasn't feeling too well, but I had a lot to say, man, and I just wanted to go up there and let them know that, you know, when they go to do this redistricting thing, I want them to draw the map south fair. You know, if you look at a whole lot of the districts and and a whole lot of the communities out there, like like North Carolina, Wilson, North Carolina, for example, where I live, if you look at that community, and and this is, you know what, it is a not to, I was about to say, this is no not to, the local politicians, but this is a knock to the local politicians because, for the most part, and from what I can tell and what I can see clearly, they aren't representing their districts well. They're not representing the neighborhood neighborhoods well. They're not representing the communities well. You know, a lot of people are saying, you know, where where are our uh, where our politicians at? You know, where are they? We don't see them. You know, they don't they don't speak for us when they do come out and speak. And when they do, it's, it's such a broad view. They really don't represent the people who live in those communities. So, my job of going up there was saying, "Hey, I just hope you guys keep it fair, and I hope that I hope that the senators, I hope that the, the representatives can do a proper job or a better job of getting the word out to the communities. In my mind, if they can't come themselves, they need to send some of their staffs. I mean, some of the staff we pay them to do this." We pay them to come in our communities and tell us what's going on in Raleigh or what's going on in the capital or what's going on in the nation that's going to affect us. We don't know. We're too busy working and paying taxes. You know what I mean? We're too busy paying gas. (laughs) We're definitely too busy paying for gas and, um, you know, doing the day-to-day things that we do. So in my mind, I think that the local politicians need to do a better job, at, at getting out there and, and embracing the community and talking to regular folks outside of when it's time to vote. You know, you can tell every, every, every election, you see the people coming around, shaking hands, knocking on doors, and kissing babies. But once they get elected, and this is to all politicians, and, and a lot of y'all I know, a lot of y'all I know on, the, on a personal basis, a lot, of, I shake, a lot of you, I shake your hands and I speak to you, and, and we meet in closed meetings sometimes. This is to you guys, too. Even if you do it, I think that all you politicians, local, federal, district, whatever, city council on up, I think y'all need to do a better job of getting out there and embracing the community. And it's one thing to hold a town hall meeting and, and, and a lot of people don't show up. A lot of the regular community don't show up. Only your circle of people show up. That's one thing. But it's another thing to go out there and, and to be at a middle school or a high school on a day unannounced without the media and start embracing some of the teachers, some of the parents, and some of the students, then I know you for real. Uh, if you're just logging on, I see a bunch of people coming on late. You're listening to WMMG, home of the KIRP radio show. I'm your host, Pudgy, 619-638-8559 is the number. Let me do that again. 619-638-8559 is the number. I want you guys to log on and get on with us, man. We're going to have a couple of guests on. We're talking about music. Um, right now, I'm just running back through last week and uh, just talking about, you know, a little bit of the topic that we discussed last week and, uh, and some of the things that I've been doing throughout the week. Uh, but later on, in uh, about 45 minutes, you know, we're going, to start talking to, we're going to start talking about music and its influence on the community now, its influence on the world today. Is it the same that it once was? Um, you know, like I was saying before, once upon a time, music represented exactly what the people thought, exactly what the community reflected, exactly what the community was doing. Music was talking to the community, about the community, and was talking to the state and the world about what's going on in your small neighborhoods. You know what I mean? And and that seems so big to the rest of the world. You know, I, I, know, I know some people abroad, and they come to New York, and, uh, you know, when they go to New York, they're like, man, you know, it's it's not what I envision, you know, only a small of it is what I envision, you know, people from overseas. But when they get here, they realize that every city is not big and glamorous and full of lights. You know, we got some country parts and we got some regular working folks and it's just reality. It's just like where you live. So I think one way to touch that and one way to unite all people is through music. We do it, we have done it. And it has been done through our history um, as far back as I can remember, and before my time. So, you know, I thought that today we would we would sit down and we would talk about, you know, how music is influencing the rest of the world, and or is it influencing the rest of the world as it once did, once upon a time? Um, like I said earlier, we had some technical difficulties. I hope everybody's hearing is clear. I'm getting the thumbs up over there, so I guess everybody is here and it's pretty clear. Um, we've been switching out some equipment, and you know how that is, man. We don't have time to deal with it, and then you get on it. You know, you might have some difficulties in the mix, but one monkey won't stop no the show. We'll keep it going even if I got to do it by phone. Um, so shout-out to my man Taliban who holding us down on the West Coast WMMG over there, home of the RP radio show. All my people on Twitter, got my Twitter folks out there, man. Shout-out to all my twi- Twitterlings, all my my Twitter group, my Twitter homies out there. Shout-out to all of y'all, man. Y'all hold me down over there. At symbol, if you got Twitter, it's at symbol K-I-R-P radio show or at symbol NC Pudgy. And I mean, we can talk about it. You can curse me out. You can send me some letters and call me racist like a lot of people do. I had black people call me racist, man. you just racist. But what you feel like, uh, you, you you racist towards black people? Look, man, I believe in independence. As I take that sip of drink. I believe in independence for all people. I definitely believe in more independence for my people. Because we've been dependent so long, it's time that we become interdependent. You know what I mean? It's time that we depend on ourselves and stop depending on these politicians. But meanwhile, while these folks are working for us, it's up to us to make them bear the burden when they're not doing right, when they're not doing us correctly. So, look, man, we got to get out of our shell. It's now Now's the time that we spend so much money on the economy because it's down. We're spending so much money outside of our homes just to make our homes solid, and we're working more hours just to pay the bills so we can keep our homes and a lot of people have lost their homes. So, look, man, it's time It's time to, you know, put these politicians' feet to the fire, man. That that was my purpose of even starting this show. You know, when I first started the show, it was because I had a voice. I would always scream at the TV or I would go to these local town hall meetings and, you know, I, I, I write letters to senators and never get a response. But now, you know, we have a voice. Now we don't have to put up with all the stuff that they do to us and all the things that they say about us. Now we have proper speakers for our community, and I'm just speaking on the black community. Now we have people who represent us correctly, and I'm talking about you and me. With all the social media, social media out here, the Facebooks and the Twitters and the MySpaces and all the blogs, you know, now we have the power to do and to say who does us right and who does us wrong. Once upon a time, it was. You know, if you ask a million people who the black leaders were, they go Jesse Jackson, they go Martin Luther King, but he's passed. They go uh, Al Sharpton. I'm still gonna call him Reverend Al Sharpton, even though he don't demand that on his own. But um, Reverend Al Sharpton and Reverend Jesse Jackson, you know, that's that's kind of all we had. And uh, you know, when I grew up, you know, throughout the time that I grew up, we learned a little bit more. So you have more people talking about um, Dr. York, and you have more people talking about. Um, a phoenix call and, and um, you know some of the movements that were going on throughout you know throughout the uh, America. So anyway, I got to go to a commercial, man. I'll come back and grab a call here in a second before we bring our guest on. But our guest will be on at nine, um, right before. Then I'm gonna try to get one one of our special guests on early. And uh, throughout the show, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play a little bit of the music. You know what I mean? We got just to let you guys know who we got on. We have um, Mr. Wayne Muhammad. Uh, he's a keynote speaker, educational consultant, mentor, educator himself, um, motivational speaker. This man, he's a great man with a powerful word. So I, I read somewhere where it said um, you had to be anointed to come behind a man that speaks his powerful. So shout-out to my man, Mr. Wayne Muhammad, who will be on the show a little bit later. Um, also, another guest on the show is my man, Spooky Raw, uh, rapper, a.k.a. I'm sorry, Spooky Raw, a.k.a. Lil Wayne Rotten. Yo. This man, is his music, I don't know if y'all can hear me smiling over the mic, man, but when it comes to being nice, and, and when I say nice, I'm talking about, like, the old MCs. You know what I mean? Like, I, I take it to back in the day, like, big up to, to the Soldier Boys and all these other cats that's out here making music. Now, big up to you because it is about that bread, and I want y'all to get it. But, you know, some of y'all can't be, some of those guys can't be in the same breath as some of the people that I call nice. So my man Spooky Raw, a.k.a. LeWayne Rowan. Uh, rapper writer hip-hop enthusiast he will also be on the show and last and definitely not least definitely not least is my man kelvin hill aka k hill that's a homeboy i'm a fan and you know I, I use the same word again just nice man these dudes are like ice man they leave you frozen and then break you apart with the lyrics that they use so my man kelvin hill aka k hill dynamic mc producer also a motivational speaker and the CEO of Kickaverse Production. That's his group, Imprint. So we're going to go to a commercial. We'll come back, and uh, eventually we'll get these guys on the show here in about 30 minutes. You're listening to the KRRP Radio Show. Messing up in this winter Is the snow just getting on your last Daggone nerves Are you cold and you gotta put on A snuggie in the house That's not comfortable No it's not comfortable Are you a grown man wearing your wife's footies Are they pink Are you scared to go check your mailbox with your wife's footies on And as cold as it is inside As it is outside Well I'll tell you what you do If you're looking for a friend Contact Riley Heating and Cooling your ductwork needs a facelift, Riley Heating and Cooling will facelift your ductwork. Are you getting the most for your dollar? If you're not, Riley Heating and Cooling will make sure you get the most for your dollar. Ask about their five-point inspection service. They have trained professionals that offers 25 years of experience. To contact Riley Heating and Cooling, call 336-263-5111. Again, that's 336 5111 And you'll find a friend At Riley Heating and Cool Hey, it's if it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair, and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m., starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host Act Right, my man holds it down, for Purely Poetic Late Night Mike Poetry Show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blocktalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are back, KIRP Radio Show, WMMG, home of the KIRP Radio Show. Back in the mix, man. You know what I mean. Talking about some music and a few other things going on today. Um, man, this is going to be a great show. I feel like, man, we got a we got a lot in store for you guys. We got a we got a huge surprise. You know, I just named off some of the folks who'll be on the show today. You know what I mean? And um, I'm gonna go to my first caller here right now. Um, just for the folks who are logging on or the, or the folks who are calling in or whatever, you guys hang tight, man. There's a lot of you on there. I try to get you on as soon as I can. But shout out to the folks who are listening online. Also, I want to give a special shout out to my peeps out there, Randolph Polk, baby. What up? What up? What up? Shout out to my man, Randolph Polk. That's family right there. Always holding us down, listening to WMMG, home of the KRP radio show. I got me t- I'm so I'm so excited about this show. I'm tongue-tied right now. You know what I mean? So shout-out to Pope over there, man, always holding us down. I saw on his Facebook that he was grilling out, so he had to save me a piece of, piece of chicken or a piece of steak or something, baby. I'm kind of hungry right now. So shout-out to all my people out there who are listening to us. in San Diego, man, got an email from the folks over there in San Diego again. Another shout-out to you people out there, all my people on the West Coast, East Coast, North, South, all over the world. Shout-out to my girl Lisa over there. She said she's listening from Nile Jen. Shout out to you and all your people over there, man. This is how we do it. It's the K-I-R-P Radio Show. Pardon me. Man, I got to stop drinking during the show, man. I had to take a sip or something because you know how you, you know, how the back of your throat get dry. I ain't not want to be, like, real crusty on the mic and all that. But um, like I was saying earlier, to the folks who are just logging on, you can hit us up on Twitter at symbol K-I-R-P Radio Show. And you can hit me up on Twitter at symbol NC Pudgy. You got comments, make them on there. We'll try to get to them. Even after the show, we'll bring them back on and we'll talk about it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it all night and for days and all through the week. As you know, we do the show every Sunday, 8 p.m., do it live. Um, we're going to be starting a few more shows throughout the year. I thought I had some dates here, but I guess I don't. <clears throat> we'll be doing some different shows throughout the year. And a whole lot of things going on with WMMG and KRLP Radio Show, man. Look for me. I'm all over the place. Definitely representing where I'm from, Wilson N.C., man. Shout out to all my folks out there. Also, if you're just logging on, the number is 619-638-8559. If you want to make a comment, going to my man, Mike, out there in sunny Florida. Hey, Mike, you on the line with us, baby?
4: Yes, I am. I am.
3: Hey, you know, hey, uh,
4: look, go ahead. Go ahead,
3: bud. No, just shout you out. You got the floor, baby. What's good?
4: No, no. The, what I was, was getting ready to talk about, man. I love what you was talking about. How these politicians, they gonna have to stick up, man. They want us to vote for them every freaking year, or every other year, or every biannual year. And it's like, you know, they don't come out and they don't come out and shake hands and and show the real love that most artists do. You know what I mean? I'm, right. I'm sitting here looking at some old, old R. Kelly stuff, and I'm like, how the way he was touching people's hands and stuff instead of just trying to give them a the hard five and just keep it moving, he was trying to get to know the people. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like we we yo what you doing right now, man? This is just spreading love across the nation, man. I, I'm trying to get everybody down here on this on, on this same hot tip, you know what I mean? Because yeah. this is the only way that we're gonna be able to communicate and become black people again, and stop hating against each other and loving each other again. You know what I mean? Man, I know exactly. I want to get go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I yo. I, yo, I want to, I want to give a shout out to K Hill. That's my boy, man. That yo, know, ain't heard this hot stuff. But yo, but real talk, can you put him on? Can you put him on your put, put some of his stuff on your on
5: your
6: show, man? So I can hear some of this good stuff, man. Cause you know I'm always down here, man. I
5: all
3: right. Hey, look, we we getting ready to start up. Yo, we get Mike. We getting ready to start a radio show now. With our database, right, man? We need something like three thousand songs before you even got started. I want five. You know what I mean? So we'll be finding the host for the show probably during the summer. You'll, you'll be here in the K Hill, But in the meanwhile, I'll definitely put some on, you know, throughout the talk show. You know what I mean?
4: That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, man. Hey, but yo, tell Mike and everybody up there, you know what I mean? Love, man. Where you at right now?
3: I'm in Greensboro. Well, I'm in Burlington right this minute. Burlington NC.
4: Okay, that's what's up. You're still in the NC. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? When you see your peoples, tell your peoples, I love them, man. Hey, FTP. It's still
3: forever. No doubt, man. No doubt. Shout out to my man, Mike Hooks, right there, man, holding it down all the way from sunny Florida, man, giving shouts out to everybody. We definitely appreciate that. And, uh, you know, look, contrary to something that he just said, is that here's what everybody needs to understand, right? The things that I talk about, because, you know, I've got numerous letters from, man, from black people, white people, even some Chinese people, and, um, you know, people are so critical because, number one, I speak my opinion, and, and it's my show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely going to speak my opinion, but, you know, I always tell people 619-638-8559 is the number if you want to make a comment, too, and you can speak your opinion. I don't censor anybody. It's only I only don't allow people to use the word of that big retailer that we always go to, you know, that one supermarket that we go to that have the long lines and only have about two register o- registers open. That's the only word that I don't use on this show. You know what I mean? They're going to have to pay all of us for them to get on this show, man, because in my mind, they, I understand it, you know, I understand making, making a great profit and doing what you do, but in my mind, these, these super retail, retailers are in our communities, and they don't do a damn thing for our communities, you know what I mean, but collect money. So that's my beef with them. I don't have a beef about how good they run their business, I just got a beef about them not doing a thing either. And that's the same beef I have with the politicians. So contrary to what Mike just said, we do have to start making these people represent us properly. We do have to start writing letters. If we can spend time on Facebook and on MySpace, we can spend time in the studios and, and, and out and here, there, and everywhere, man, this is our livelihood. You know what I mean? We actually pay these people to represent us. They are representative of you whether you like it or not. So we got to start putting their feet to the fire and knocking on the doors and going to rally and walking the halls in the legislative manner and knocking on your door, knocking on the door to your representative and say, hey, look, I don't like that bill you, you passed. Or, hey, look, I don't like this about my community. What can you do about it? Even if it's not their job, it's their job to tell you, hey, this is not my job, but here's who can fix it. And get you a name, a number, and and. I don't know. They do something. I mean, they need to help us more than how they're helping us. From All I can tell is that they dress real nice, a lot of them. And this is, this is not all of them. This is just a, a lot of them. They dress real nice. They go to a lot of meetings, and they smile real big for the camera. You know what I mean? I'm sick of that. I want you all to do a little bit more, man. I, I want you guys to tell me what the redistricting means. What is, what is it going to mean to me if this happens? What is it going to mean to me if that happens? You know what I mean? I, you don't you don't hear a lot of people talking about the bills that they pass. There's a lot of bills that's being passed right now about us and about our community. There's a home invasion bill. There's a there's a there's a contraband bill. Man, it's so much out there. So much out there that we don't hear about in our houses, in our homes. You got to go seek this stuff. And by by it being like that, since we know it's gonna be like that, guess what? We need to get to seeking. Because they ain't going to bring it to you and knock on your door with it, so we need to get the seeking. The only thing they're going to knock on your door with is vote for me, hi, my name is so-and-so-and-so, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. I'm sick of all that vote for me, this, that, and the third. They need to get out and start doing a little bit of what we need them to do. You know what I mean? The schools are incredible. The, the government schools, the public school system is incredible right now. Every other week you're getting a letter about needing some money. Or every other week, you're hearing something on the news or reading something in the newspaper about needing money or a budget cut here and there, and the third here and there and everywhere. Meanwhile, gas is absolutely crazy. You know, the cost of food is absolutely crazy. The cost of everything has went up. So we got to do a better job of holding people accountable for the things that they do, especially our government and who we're paying money to. Man, shout out to my folks over there in Tennessee. Got another note from my folks over there. Another email. Shout out to my people down there in Tennessee that's bragging I don't know how you did brag Memphis. I think Memphis lost today, didn't they? I'm not even sure, but um shout out to my people over there, man. They they doing their thing and whatnot. Um shout out to all my people down there in Greensboro or over there in Greensboro doing their thing. Last week, um I don't know if it was last week or maybe the week before, I asked a question to one of the callers. His name was Kevin Watkins. Uh, he's an avalist supporter. He's always out there showing us love. Um if you can't hear the show via phone, folks, log on to uh, krpradioshow.com. You can listen to the show on there. But anyway, um, Kevin Rock has had this to say, and um, I'm supposed to get him a T-shirt out there. i got to give me a note of that, if you will. Um, get my folks to, to make a note so we can send that man an I love Krp Radio Show" T-shirt, two of them, and a couple bumper stickers. Kevin, I, have, I haven't forgotten you. But um, one thing this man said that I asked him the question. I said, tomorrow if we had one wish. One single wish, and I want you guys to think about it, too, because anybody else that call in, I'll probably ask you again, and I'll I'll guess I think I'm going to ask them that question, too. But I asked Mr. Watkins, I said, Kevin, Kevin, if you had one wish and it it would come true when you wake up in the morning, what would that wish be? Y'all thinking about it? Think about it for a second. Now, what he said was, it, it was so simple, and... um. You have to go back and listen to some of the old episodes to actually hear how it went down. I'll try to get some clips of it. But it was so simple, but it was so powerful. You know what I mean? And and he said he wished that tomorrow everybody could wake up and be orange. <laughs> think about that for think about how powerful that is for a minute. What if tomorrow you woke up, right? Tomorrow morning when you got up to go to work or you know, get in the car and do whatever you do, go for your run or whatever you do in the morning time, the afternoon or whenever you wake up. Or, or let's say you turned on the TV and everybody was orange. How y'all feel about that? I mean, to me, that that was a powerful statement, man. That's something that needs to be on a billboard. If we woke up and everybody was orange, do you know what that would change in this society? I'm sure we're so... Society's so crazy. Like people are so confrontational, and so a, a lot of people I won't say hate filled, but people have so much anger inside of them about this, that, and the third. And a lot of it is stemming off race and race relations, definitely for sure. But if if you woke up tomorrow and everybody was orange, man, that would like that would cancel out not right away, but that would cancel out so much, man. So much is going on. That, you know, that we have to live with today, man. So much of the hatred would just—it wouldn't be instantly gone, but eventually it would be gone. You know what I mean? It would be that whole race thing would be gone if everybody was orange, man. That would be, that would be so, man. I, I just that—that that left me speechless, man. It's so simple, like I said before, but it's so powerful at the same time. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. I just shout out to to the listener, Kevin Watkins, man, who, who does great things and um. Definitely giving him a shout out for, for making that statement, and we'll try to get his stuff out there to him real soon. But uh, if you're just logging on to the show, it's 619-638-8559. You can listen on your, uh, your your Blackberries and your your Touches and all that stuff. You can listen on your phone or whatever. Uh, if you want to listen online, let's say you, maybe you're scrolling Facebook. Listen, log on to www.kirpradioshow.com. K I R P Radio Show. Let it rock. Just minimize it. Let it rock. Whatever you're doing, just let it rock. Go on. You can listen to the show while you're doing whatever you're doing. And when I piss you off, or at the moment I piss you off, or at the moment you just want to make a comment about something, just dial the number, 619-638-8559, and make a comment. We got a lot of listeners right now. with the number one show in the Carolinas as far as black, conservative radio, political, political, not political, but political <laughs> and social radio. Talk radio, that is. So we're the number one show, man. Right now, we're banging over 140,000 listeners. And to me, that's a hell of an accomplishment from just an idea. You know what I mean? We started this show on just an idea, 140,000 strong. I don't know how consistent that is, but 140,000 strong nonetheless. That means 140,000 people we've touched, 140,000 people that we've we've spoken to indirectly or directly, and, you know, 140,000 people that we're showing love to, man. So if everybody get on the same link, that my listeners and my callers and that you guys are on right now, I think we'd be doing something tremendous for the world. And maybe this can just spread around and we can get over some of this bias, some of this political bias, and some of this racial bias that we have to deal with all the time. Um, let me go to a caller out of the 484 before I go to this commercial and I bring my guest on. You know, only 484 callers, you're on the line right now. What's up?
1: What's going on, my man? Uh, name is Ka- my name is Colleen, calling out of Philadelphia. And uh, you, you, you hit a nerve, and you
7: say you're getting letters every week, as far as, far as uh, coming from the schools asking for money. Uh, up
8: here in the Philadelphia area alone, I remember when Barack wanted to go on TV and speak to the kids, and they gave a lot of the teachers the option to play it if they wanted to. And a lot of, and, you know, and a lot of teachers decided not to um, because it was Barack. Uh, and then when the uh, the midterm elections came up in November, they voted. A lot of these people voted against their own interests. Based off of race, right? And then, it's,
3: and now they're sending letters out asking for money because they put a guy in by the name of Corbett as far as government. This guy's cutting five hundred and fifty million dollars away from higher education, all kind of stuff. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And now, you're, and now you're asking people for money. And you see it out of
8: Wisconsin. Uh, you, you know, out of Wisconsin. See, Barack lost a lot of the uh, what they call working class white males. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. And if anybody know anything about unions, working class white males could dominate the unions. Sure. Right. Yeah, that's
6: they right. vote
8: against their they
3: vote against their own interests again. And now they out they they be out of Wisconsin protesting and all on TV and all this nonsense. It didn't have to be that way. It didn't <laughs> have to be that way. I mean, they, they, what's going on in the world right now is some sick stuff. And if you listen to the way they're speaking, they they're they're, do, they're doing it with ease now. The fact that GE could be bringing in. Uh, uh, credits, tax credits, and they didn't pay any federal taxes
6: on seven
3: billion dollars.
6: That's right. But
3: yet, but yet they running on TV talking about illegal immigrants ain't paying their fair share of taxes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's some sick stuff going on in this world. But I'm gonna tell you what, I I do my thing, I grind, I take care of my family, so I'm not this mm. dude that sit around and make excuses, demand this, demand that. But I know there's a lot of brothers out here that's going through a lot of stuff, and guess what? It ain't gonna get any better. And what's mm-hmm. sad is, uh, you know, Ujama and all that stuff that was designed back in the day, whether like it's Kwanzaa, Ujama, these things had strength. And if we just stuck to it, because I'm going to tell you what, other people, other nationalities stuck to it without giving it a name, whether it's the Asians, the Jewish population. Sure, that's what saying. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm enjoying what you're saying,
4: man. And if I had one wish, uh, in all honesty, I wish uh, that I could wake up and, uh, know more of my history beyond America,
8: because uh, I think a
3: lot of us are. I think a lot of us are suffering from the fact that if you see a uh, if you meet a white guy or a, or a Latino guy, or whatever, you ask him, Hey, why, why do you do construction? Oh, my granddaddy did it, and his great granddaddy did it, and they started over in Ireland. You ask us, our history for most of us, all we know is here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so yep. we might have had uh, a- ancestors who did, who, who were musicians, or who worked on the pyramids. And what and the reason I'm bringing that up is because when you know these things about your line, it's pride associated with your work as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yes, it sir. was a lot more. It was a lot more taken from us, and what was driving me crazy is when people say you don't have an excuse. You can have an excuse, but that doesn't mean just because it's difficult doesn't mean you don't go still go hard. So there's a reason why they didn't want us to learn how to read. You know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah, there's,
3: there's, yeah. There's, 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 I mean, we we're behind the eight ball in so many aspects of life. Uh, but just, I mean, just to get to the day 2011, they are starting to be bold. And I just hope people are listening to the language. There's a lot of bold statements out there, and it's just sad to me the very fact that these people can go out there and vote against their interests because you got this brother running office, and then send me a letter. I got I got one of those letters. I'm in Philadelphia. Talk about the school district is in trouble. <laughs> when I when I remember last when I remember last year, my daughter go to a diverse school, and them teachers said, "No, they don't need to hear Barack telling them to stay in school." I remember it clearly, and now you send I me a letter. It, it's sad, man. So I appreciate your show, brother, and uh, you know, keep up the good work. Hey, man, I, I I appreciate your comment. It sounds like you sound you sound like me. When I'm talking to other people, you know, outside of the radio, when I'm when I'm just in my close circle, probably with a little bit more profanity coming out of me though, and, that, and that's just who I am. It ain't you know no no right. no 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 knock or no disrespect to anyone, but I like right. what you said when you when you said voted against their own interests. You know, that, it, that's the thing that bothers me, brother. Is is that, you know, I heard I heard a group of people. I went to somewhere. I can't remember where it was. It was here in North Carolina, and a lot of those brothers were like, you know what, I ain't voting no more. I ain't vote no more. I don't want to have nothing to do with the process because it don't matter anyway. It <clears throat> does matter. It <clears throat> does matter, and, and, and that's something yeah, yeah. that I'm trying to get out. and And I hope that everybody on the show will will do their part to make people know that it does matter when you vote. Understand this: they might do what they want to, but once they take something away from us, then what are we going to be looking like?
8: Oh my God! Because let, let, let me let me, let me. Okay, go ahead. Go
3: ahead. No, no, you're good. Go so ahead, I just, to, I just want to say how much it matters. The governor Corbett, who just got elected in uh, in November, this is this is he's cutting money from schools. He's cutting money from uh, lunch programs and aftercare programs and all these different uh, social programs. In the meantime, Pennsylvania is becoming one of the biggest hubs as far as natural gas. He's not going to tax any of the any other businesses that decide to. Uh, set up shop in Pennsylvania for their natural gas. So, in order to do that, he's cutting other things. It, it's, it's amazing when all he simply has to do is tax natural gas. And, I mean, there's more things too. I know the country, the country overall is in a, in a huge deficit. But no. when you hear somebody blatantly say, "I'm not going to tax these guys," just, just because I'm not, and they gave him $750,000 towards his campaign. I'm not going to tax these guys, and in the meantime, I'm going to kill the rest of you. When you're bold enough to say it out loud, you know what mm. kind of world we living in. That's right, and it happens you know, every you know, day. And, and it's happening. So the vote, so voting against your own interests and then also choosing not to vote works the same way. You, you, They're they the most, they, they the main complainers, you know. And they, they, you're going to vote against your own interests and then send people letters for money. You're going and now. You now they now the older folks. They worried about their Medicare. You, y'all voted for this stuff, man. It, this is sad, man. So I, I mean, I, I'm watching the game on one on one side and listening to your show on the other. Got the game <laughs> on because I, I was I was I was that interested in what you were saying because you did sound like me and I do a lot more cursing as well. Uh, but I just wanted to show you that level of respect and uh, just keep it up, yeah. brother. And like I said, man, hopefully hopefully a movement can and it, it doesn't it doesn't have to be a rebellious movement. We just got to get in the game and stop sitting on the sidelines. If it's one thing that Barack did, as far as example wise, was just run for office. Period. I don't care if he was selected before he got elected or who he really running for, but just to get in the game. Period. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, a lot of times once we get in the game, we dominate the game.
6: That's true. Once
3: What's we in, once What's we in. So uh, I ain't gonna hold, hold you up. Man, you got other people, but uh, you know I appreciate it, man, and I appreciate you to uh, let me speak my point. Well, shout out to you, Kelly, and shout out to everybody in the, in the 484, baby. Definitely appreciate you calling in, my brother. Stay tuned, man. Let some folks know where we are. And and, and one thing I want to say before you go, it is a movement, right. man. It is a movement. We definitely need to get in the game, and we need to educate ourselves with things that matter. Forget all this bull crap, yes. you know, the, the learning of these songs and this, that, and the third. We need to educate ourselves, <laughs> ourselves with the things that matter for our generation. So shout out to you and all the people out there in Philly, oh, man. Oh.
8: My last point, my bad.
7: I called yeah. as well because I've seen the title says, Does Music Influence the World as it's, uh, uh, at the Same Rate? And yeah. that's what really uh, piqued my interest. And I used to always tell my daughter, um, if, if uh, a Marvin Gaye, I'm only 32, of a
3: Marvin Gaye song come on, I know the words for some reason.
5: Yeah. Um, <laughs> if an
3: LL song come on, I know the words for some reason. So the point that I'm making is that People learn differently, and and especially us as African-Americans, if you remember, the slaves used to communicate through what? Through
6: music. music. That's right.
3: Through, through drum. So it's, it's amazing to me that the artists that are, that are out now do not realize the power with that
4: microphone.
6: Mm.
3: You give me the
4: chance to speak to a million people, I, look, my, my brother, brother, I'm 32, how I know this record.
3: <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. music, music, I mean, we learn through music and rhythm. There's a movie called in the Bee, where every mm-hmm. time she's spelling a word, she's tapping on her leg with a rhythm.
6: That's right. You
3: know what I'm saying? When we play basketball, yo, get your shot in the rhythm. Yep. We all about rhythm. I mean, music is so important to the narrative of, uh, of African Americans. It's just a shame that uh, is being dumped down now, and 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 it's like hip hop is the only art form where people are asking for I want some real hip hop, I want some real hip hop. If you give me some real hip hop, I go out and buy it. But the labels is like no, because <laughs> what they're trying to do is take away the meaning and the substance from it. And if you do yeah. that, the culture is over. The culture mm-hmm. is over. You see what I'm saying? So it's a sad state, and you know, and they act like they can't do a positive record, right? And it not be corny. Self destruction wasn't a corny record. Not at all. You know, same <laughs> gang wasn't a corny record. Not These at all. These records been pulled off. I mean, the, the closest to positive I've heard was Jada Kiss Why, And I remember they played it on the radio one day, and the guy said, "Y'all got to listen to this record, the real positive record, right?" So I'm listening. I said, it's "Okay." And the Jada say, "Why the fiends? Why am I Kofi having the fiends on the floor for days?" And I'm <laughs> like, "This is hot. this is as positive as it gets now." Oh man, we in
1: trouble, man. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got that out, man. I'm,
3: that's it. I'm not going to talk anymore, bro. <laughs> hey, man, I I appreciate your comments, man. One love to you. I got to go to a commercial here in just a second. So make sure you tune in next Sunday, man. 8 p.m. Doing it again. Shout out to my folks out there in Philly. My man Khalid out there. He just gave us a call in. I hope I didn't mess your name up, my brother. But um, you know what? He had a whole lot to say, man, and he was definitely right on. Definitely right on, man. If if you didn't learn anything from that call, Here's our, here's our, I'll give you a summary Don't vote against your own interest Find out what your interest is and what matters to you what, what makes a difference in your household What makes a difference in your pockets What makes a difference in your family In your life structure, in your community If you didn't get it from that call, I just broke it down I just gave you a summary of it And on the music tip, man, that spoke for itself So shout out to all my people out there In Philly, yeah, going to commercial here We'll be right back You know what I mean? Speaking of real music That's Black Moon with real music At least it was hot anyway. You know what I mean? You listen to the K.I.R.P. Radio Show, baby. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques 336 336- 2-1-4-6-4-2-7. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Popper at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season.
5: Yeah,
8: warfare.
3: And Jesus Christ is looking for warriors that are willing to fight.
8: We need to leverage
1: our political power and our political interests in both parties. We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work, because when they're put in place, when we govern according to those values, they work. If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a population, you ask yourself,
8: who's pushing it?
1: Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The Jesse Jackson era is over.
8: Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in inner city, pastoring... What I saw was the Democratic Party making the inner city at that time a social wasteland.
0: Maybe it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you.
3: We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Douglass Foundation and we stand on three basic colors and we don't apologize for it but we are devoted Christians first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support, you are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the organization for you, and that's okay. We're not changing who we are.
8: <laughs> I don't understand that. They won't mention that the vice chair. When I tell a lot of people, this, even, even Republicans, they say, wow, we didn't know that. They didn't know that the vice chair of the North Carolina Republican Party is a black man. National cha- chairman and founder of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. They don't mention that the KKK was a terrorist arm of the Democratic Party. They just talk about what they did to blacks but they failed to mention, they forget that one little detail. And they and another the thing they won't tell you is that from 1929 to 1974, North Carolina had a eugenic sterilization act which they forcibly sterilized 7600 people some of them are younger eight years old they don't mention it
3: Hey, it's, if it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair, and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m., starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host, Act Right, my man, holds it down for purely poetic late night mic poetry show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blocktalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic. Yeah, 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 we are back. WMMG, home of the KRRP Radio Show. We are back on the line. and Y'all know what time it is, man. It is the magic hour. Tonight's guest on the show. Let me rewind for a minute. I know y'all waiting for that. I know y'all fiending for them guests right now. They're like, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to listen to it and hear what they got to say. Too bad. Give me a minute. <laughs> If you're just listening to the show, man, and you're online and you're listening by phone, you can log on to when you get home. Because I know I'm taking some folks away from the game, but guess what? Is that important? What we're talking about? We're not playing no games. There's a game that somebody playing and they're making millions of dollars for, but uh, it ain't us. This game that we playing is real life, real life, and it's about survival. It's about generations of survival and it's about livelihood. So, uh, if I could tie it to music, that's what I, you know, that's what we set out to do on this show. And uh, tonight's guest, is, you know, there's some prolific people. You know, the things that they do and the things that they say in their music is is extreme. You know, a lot of folks might not like it. Uh, a lot of people hear it. I'm sure they're gonna love the, you know, the dynamic flow. They're gonna love the craft. They definitely can, can understand and get with that. I think I don't think there's nobody out here that can honestly say um, the guests that I'm having on here are are whack. You know what we say in our culture are whack. I don't think there's anybody in the world that can say that. I'm a pretty good judge of character and definitely a good judge of music. And there's nothing whack about these gentlemen that I'm going to bring on here shortly. Um, If you're just listening, you know, and you want to listen by phone, it's 619-638-8559. That's the phone number. Call us up. You can speak to the guests. You can probably get a question there. We're going to be talking about uh, music and its influence into the world today and society. And is it at the same rate that it once was? Uh, You can also log on to www.kirpradioshow.com. You can listen that way if you don't want to make a comment. Maybe you're watching a game you just want to put the game on mute. Log on to kirpradioshow.com and put that up on your computer. Turn the speakers up on your computer. Hook it up to your surround system or whatever and listen to what we're talking about because it definitely matters and it definitely makes a difference. And These gentlemen are going to put it in perspective for you as well as myself. Um, if you're on Twitter, it's at symbol K-I-R-P Radio Show. Make sure you add that. You can keep up with what's going on with the K-I-R-P Radio Show. And at symbol NC Pudgy, that's me. Hit me up. I add everybody. No, don't matter if you uh, if you slander me or whatever. If you're going to send me a hate-filled note that I get from, from some of the old school KKK or maybe you want to go in on me like the Aryan Brotherhood did, at least what they think they did. I told them I love them, though. I called my brother and I told them that I love them. They hated that. <laughs> anyway... Um tonight's guests on KIRP radio show uh one of our guests who I'm about to bring on the show right now is Mr. Wayne Muhammad, keynote speaker, educational consultant, extraordinary educational consultant, uh a mentor, a, a men's mentor. It's for men, for grown men, understand what I'm saying? Not just boys, grown men mentor. He can show some of you guys who who listen, you got to be real with yourself. You know what I mean? If you desire to be more of a man today, and there's some things that you just don't know, man, that you that you desire to know, but you just don't know and don't have to know how to, to get the information, this man right here can teach you personally and show you and get you on the level that you should be. And uh, he's also uh educated himself and a motivational speaker. Uh, I have on the line right here my guest, Mr. Wayne Muhammad. Wayne, you there, sir?
4: I'm there, brother. What's going on?
3: What's going on, brother? Um, next next on the line.
4: You, you left rapper out, man.
3: Yeah, I, you know, I, I wanted to leave. I wanted to leave that for you. I, I hope that they were going to tie it in to the reason I even brought you on the show. You know, I got. kind <laughs> of I, <you. laughs> I kind of gave it away when I said he's not whack, So I, I you know, yes, whatever. They, they'll get that in a second. I'm gonna bring on my next guest too. That's uh goes by the name of Spooky Raw, my man Spooky Raw. Government name: Luanne Rotten, Rapper, writer. Hip hop enthusiasts, a realist in in the sense of the word, the realist. You know what I mean, this brother. I don't know if you want to add his Facebook page because you might get offended yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, some of the things he says is, is controversial. It's in your face and it's just real, as well as his lyrics. You know, uh, all of his lyrics are, are about his real life, his past experiences, some of the experiences that he's going through. Um, shout out to my man, Spooky Raw. Spooky Raw, you on the line, baby? Yeah,
4: I'm here, brother.
3: What's good with you, my man? This is AKA Rapskyle, right?
4: Yeah, Rapskyle is mainly what I go by. Scoop your eyes out the ego.
3: <laughs> so, shout out to my man, Rapskyle. And last but not least, folks, is an extraordinary producer, extraordinary rapper. I'm a fan. He's a dynamic MC, producer, motivational speaker, and the CEO of Kickaverse Production Group. And that's his imprint. Uh, my man, K. Hill. Who released the joint Declaration of Independence who I, I just, I crowned that song and once I get the authorization from him I crown that song as being one of the hottest songs I ever heard of in my life K Hill, you on the line, baby?
7: I'm right here, Pudge, you're right here, man ready to get it in, peace to everybody
3: Yeah, so I got all my callers on the line here and um, you know, we're going to get started right now uh, I don't know if you guys want to do your self-introduction, I, I don't know if I gave you justice or not, but I'll allow. Um, we're gonna start with K Hill since I introduced you last. We'll start with you and let you tell people, you know, some of the work you've done, and uh, you know, just what K Hill's about.
7: Um, I mean, basically, um, I don't know. I don't want to put a. I don't want to put a label on what I do because I don't want to set set myself. You know, I don't want to set expectations for myself that I might not live up to being a human being you know, we get so caught up in, you know, saying, you know, I'm a gospel rapper or I'm this type of person, I'm that type of person. Whenever we tend to do something that's left field of that label, then we get chastised, you know, by people to the point that, you know, we lose credibility. Right. So I'm going to just say I'm an artist. I, I do positive music. I make positive music. I love working with positive people. And um especially being a little older now, I feel that it's my responsibility to, you know, um, make sure that I say the right things and the things that I do say because I have younger people listening. I have people my age listening. And um, my whole thing is I just want to make sure I say stuff that people can relate to. I want to touch arenas that other people are too macho or too scared to touch because they may feel like it may make them look a certain way. Um, I've I've been rhyming since the age of 14. I didn't really take it seriously until 2000. You know, coming from a small town, you know, it's hard to see that that, you know, your dreams can be obtainable. Because we didn't have the resources that, you know, big town big cities like New York and Atlanta and LA had. So, you know, I could I could never fathom the thought of, you know, being a producer and a and an artist taken seriously, being able to work with some of the artists that I look up to being from Wilson, North Carolina. Um, it wasn't until two thousand that I seen that. Um, my first twelve inch was released by um this, this label called Nebelina Records, it was called The Instigator. It was a battle rap record, you know. I feel like when you come out, you just can't come out, you know, with a with whole substance. You got to come out and show them that you can run with anybody. You got to come out <laughs> swinging, you know what I'm saying?
6: No
3: Once yeah.
7: you get their attention, that's when you can start dropping jewels on them.
6: No doubt. Since then,
7: I've been fortunate, I've been fortunate enough to um, meet and perform with Cats. Like, I don't like the name drop, but it is what it is.
6: It is I've been fortunate
7: enough to, um, you know, produce records um, featuring Big Daddy Kane Nature from the firm, you know. Um, I rock, I rocked along on the same stage with Pete Rock and Premier at the same time. Raekwon, you know. I've worked with um, producers such as Ninth Wonder. You know, credit to him because he kind of he kind of kicked the door open for me. You know what I'm saying? And um, mm-hmm. I'm still working on my resume, man. God is great, man.
5: God, God is, is great, man.
7: I'm, I'm I'm just I'm just fortunate enough to work with some of my heroes and help develop some of the up and coming MCs that's that's out today. You know, and I write myself, so. That's that's summing everything up in a nutshell.
3: Hey, look, we're fortunate enough to listen. I know I am. I love myself some good music. You know what I mean? So I'm smiling through the mic right now. I I just like to listen. Rascal, what up, baby?
4: What's good, brother? What's good?
3: Yo, let let the people know who you are, man, and what you do, brother.
4: Well, they call me Rascal to break it down or whatever. Rascal meaning respect all people. South Carolina vision, living life, living lovely. You know, And I'm from Allendale, South Carolina, small town 10,000 people, something like that And like my man just was saying, you know We didn't have that outlet like Atlanta, New York, LA All these different other places or whatever So they don't really take us serious So instead of them not taking us serious I just basically started hitting the road So they can realize and recognize what it was or know what it is or whatever So
6: right.
4: I'm out here man Just just been working on this music Since like 95 man And had a, like a lot of Chances and Opportunities to be with a lot of People in this industry learn a lot mm-hmm. And you know what not to do What to do you know So I'm just still out here grinding That's basically what I'm out here doing brother
3: Nothing wrong with that my brother line To line of God baby What's good
4: what's- <laughs> ain't nothing, man. What's going on?
3: Yo, nothing, man. Let the people know, fam.
4: Uh, yo, it's, it's. I mean, you know, it's like my man King Hill said because my man King Hill, my wide awake partner from way back. Yes, sir. Um, but you know, man, I,
6: I, I just
3: been out here for a minute. Uh, you know, doing oh, yeah. this thing, man, out of, the, out of the pure, you know,
4: passion and, and love and, and you know, really, you know, when I reflect on it, man, it's like, um, you know, the universe chose me. You know what I'm saying for hip hop. I really, I really didn't choose it. You know when I look back at it. So,
6: um,
3: mm.
4: it's just been a, it's it's just been a great ride, man. being able to put music out, um, for people to enjoy. You know, and
3: you know, being where we're from, you know, you never know how many how many people your music is gonna impact. You know, we're not on the level of your Jay Z's and your P Diddy's, but
4: certainly the music that we put out it impacts somebody's life. So therefore, we we still have an effect. Um, you know, whether, whether it's 10,000 or a hundred thousand or a million or 10 million, we still impacting somebody's life. So, you know, just had an opportunity to, um, you know, started out as part of a, a group CPR and, you know, we, we were fortunate to, uh, you know, to, to put out the first real, you know, produced music in Wilson, um,
6: yeah.
4: you know, with, with, with that project, the brother may I project and, um, you know, broke off from the group and went solo and dropped a sign in 97 and, follow that up in two thousand with uh the Total Eclipse album and, and um you know just just working man, you know, working with uh different artists and and uh you know just been blessed to be able to be in the company of some great, great people. Um, you know, some great artists and producers and, you know, I'm I'm still working, I'm still grinding. I, I you know, I, I'm I'm multifaceted so I'm doing a lot of different things with the education and, you know, everything else. But uh music is, is where my heart is so um the let there be light album is 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 coming, you know, so i'm 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 still
3: at it <laughs> no doubt I'll be looking for that let there be light too by the way hey um yes, sir. okay just just to kick it off, fellas uh get right into the swing of things here man um while while you said education you know that 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 wasn't even on my platform here, but it, it spun a light bulb with with the education today in the school systems, how do you guys feel? That do you feel like music is really playing a part that has to do with education today, like for, for what we do today? Because it seems like the music that we hear today don't really talk about school anymore or the class. You know, back in the day, was the teacher was tripping and I told her off. You know what I mean? It was it was it was different, and you know parents just don't understand. And and it was records like that 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 were like mainstream records. Amazingly, we don't hear that anymore. And in the meanwhile, the dropout race Rate is increasing as we go So do you guys feel like You know anybody can take this Do you feel like the music is playing a part with the dropout rate Or with the, with the education system today
4: yeah I, 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 yeah I do I feel like it plays a major part Because that's what a lot of these Rappers who we hearing on the radio A lot of these guys never really finish school And they really glorify that mm. hmm. Well, um, this is how
7: it, I'm, I'm sorry. This is how I feel about it. Um, you know the 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 rapper, the, the, the high school dropout rapper. The, you know the whole I didn't you know go to school and all that. That's an old model. That that's that's an old model of you know it the is. artists that yeah. are on today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the, the, the funny the funny thing about the media is, you know, today you got a lot of these artists that are on. They are college graduates. Yep. They are they they've been part of fraternities they've they've achieved all the accolades that you know you should achieve you know once you go to school. The only thing is the labels that are signing them they are not letting them you know display these accolades or whatever they're saying dumb it down, be dumb make 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 this type of music you know just make party music or whatever you know what I'm saying yeah i mean mm-hmm. they bring up they bring up social issues and whatnot, but the the social issues that they bring up a lot of times they're from a street standpoint. And I'm not knocking that at all, man. Because you know, you, you know me, you Like I'm from I'm from Whitfield Homes, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why <laughs> I grew up at. That's why I spent 15 years of my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm from the hood. I don't feel yeah. like I should have to say that to justify who I am, but no it's the truth. But the thing is, man, you know they they don't they don't mention the fact that they graduated from school. And once, once that fact gets out, it's like, oh, he's not real no more. He's fake. You know what I'm saying? And all that stuff just because he's educated. You know what I'm saying? So I I blame the media, man, because that's all they want us to see. They just want us to see the dumb side and whatnot. And it's just like like I was saying a while ago, um, you know, a lot of of cats that talk about the issues, a lot of the big cats that talk about issues, they talk about it from a street point of view. But here's the thing. The model doesn't change so much. Like, everybody can't relate to street music no more. Because, you know, even though we're still struggling as a people, we have more opportunities available to us now. If you want to go to college, you can go to college, even if you don't have money. There's grants right. out there, scholarships out there. The opportunity is there to go to school. There's, there's no excuse for nobody. If you've been locked up before, man, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little work, you know, because the system is designed not to let you redeem yourself once you do have some charges, but it's it's about who you are as a man. You know what I'm saying? There are resources available out there for you to change your life around. But the media just shows just shows us, you know what I'm saying, that side of the game. There are artists out here, you know what I'm saying, that that talk about the other side of the game and issues that they don't even discuss in music that we might need to hear. You know what I'm saying? It's people out there that have lost their jobs and all types of stuff, and you don't hear that on the radio. That's the song I might need to hear one day if I lose my job. You know what I'm saying?
5: Yeah, I, I, I don't, I
7: don't, I don't, I don't need to hear a song about you know how to bang a chick head against the headboard and all that crazy stuff. I want to hear something <laughs> that's gonna move me and enlighten me to make a positive move in my life. You know what I'm saying?
6: Mm-hmm.
7: And see, that, you know, that, that ain't what know, they let it come out. They let they let it come out. You know, they let a little bit come out, but you know, once it seemed, you know, okay, like Kanye West. Kanye West came on came in the game with Jesus Walks.
6: Yeah.
7: And they and they played it. They played it, man. They played it. And and I was I was real glad to see that a record like that got a lot of play, but you know, not to not to bring Kanye down or anything like that, but look at him now. Like he's so far away from, from Jesus Walls that you know yeah. like wow now it's all about the fashion and you know what I'm saying, all about you know the materialistic right. stuff and all about, you know, other types of messages now. You know, he got away from that. You
3: you know what's because somebody had to come put the SmackDown on his message. Well, you know what's amazing. So think, uh, you know what's amazing about that is 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 being that you brought up the Kanye West thing, and and I'll go back to whoever just spoke. But what's amazing about that is he still uses the same platform. It's still Jesus, but now it seems more like blasphemy to me.
5: And, and right. Exactly. Opinion.
3: But um, exactly. You know, who who was that about the comment? I'm sorry, before I cut you off. Yeah. No, nah, that that was me. totally. You know, I, I think man, you can't
4: sell what people not buying. And I think we 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 got to look. We got to look at the fact that we have bought into, you know what I'm saying, this whole image. We bought into this whole perception,
3: you know, that we have
4: to be dumb and we have to be sort of anti-intelligence. See, the the, the image has been put out there that rap and intelligence can't coexist. You know what I'm saying? Like like intelligence or education is an option to rap.
3: Wow. Or rap
4: is an option for that. Well, I'm not gonna finish i'm not i'm i want to be a rapper, so I
3: don't have to go to school. i want to be a ball player so i I'm not gonna finish' like we we
4: use we we've used we've used rap as an alternative to education rather than seeing it as something that can complement and enhance right. what you right. do um you know what I'm saying as an artist and so that's what we have to really you know what I'm saying put out there more that no you 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 need to be intelligent, you need education,
3: and unfortunately, the music that we have out now, man, is really anti education
4: it 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 dumbs them, it dumbs the listeners down, it dumbs the kids down, it makes them feel like they don't have to value education. I'm just going to be a rapper but and and they really don't realize the intelligence that it takes to be successful as a Whoa. writer, you know as a producer, as an
6: artist, you That's have right. to be a
4: creative thinker. You know, you have to be on top of your business. So somehow, or another, we have to do a better job of mm. of, um, of of letting people know. No, it, it takes some intelligence to be successful in this business.
3: You know, I've, I've been to a, a number of music conferences before, and uh, you know, I was just sitting back the other day when I when I first said I wanted to do this show. Actually, last week, and I was saying that, man. You know, one thing that a lot of a lot of the conferences don't put out there, and and the hip hop. Summit does a good job of this, but a lot of conferences don't put out the fact that they sell you on a Hoot Dreamer, you're going to get signed from this conference. You know what I mean? You're going to get signed from this, this, whatever they're doing. But a lot of them don't put out there that if you, once you get on a professional level to be taken serious, you're going to do a lot of reading. And I I guarantee you 90% of the the producers or engineers or, or even rappers go back to school to learn something about that craft. or or go in some sort of training to learn something about that craft. Um, What do you think about that, Raskar?
4: Yeah, that is real. That is real. They don't put that out there or whatever. You know, and a lot of people think that just because they can rap, they're going to get a deal and it's going to be easy. That's what it's going (laughs) to be. They don't know about these contracts and they don't know about this paperwork. Then they wonder why another artist in the, okay, yeah, he hot, he this, he that, but why he ain't got no money because wow. he right. his business. Right. He don't know it. He, he, he's getting right. ready. He don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right. Yeah. That's so. right. So you, you have to rely on other people to count your money. Exactly. When when you you can know how to count yourself. Exactly. So, but you, you waste money hiring an accountant who probably ends up stealing your money or cheating you out of your money. If you can count $40, you can count 40000 You can count 400000 You can count four mil. You can keep up with your
3: own finances, you know, mm-hmm. or we, we got to learn to expand. Everybody in our crew can't be the rapper or the producer. It so is. we got to get people in our crew to be willing to learn something about the law. And so somebody, so somebody in our crew knows how to read over contracts that we can trust so that we don't have to put our lives and our careers in the hands of shifty lawyers. Somebody in our crew who who can go to a community college for a
4: couple of years and learn something on account, people that we trust, but we we because of our disrespect for education, we continue to put our careers in the hands of people who we don't know and who really don't care about us and who have to you know to make a buck for themselves at our expense so we 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 gotta smarten up man That's
6: true. i mean to
7: um to 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 elaborate on what you said you say we got to um put more trust in in education. And I, I definitely agree with that. And I also wanna add, um, we have to put more trust in each other. See, um, you were saying something about having somebody on the team, you know, who can do contracts and who can count money for you and stuff like that, but we got so much hate for each other as a people. You know what I'm saying? We got so much hate for each other That's as true. a people that, that we scared to even hire, you know, our own to help run our business.
6: That's a fact.
7: You know what I'm saying? We'll 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 go we'll go um deal with somebody, you know, that we never met, we don't know anything about them, you know what I'm saying, we seen who they we we seen who they work for, but we didn't do the background check ourselves, we're just going off a of name, right. or the fact that it looks good, right. or if I go get a lawyer, you know, just because just cause I heard that a Jewish lawyer is the best lawyer, I'm going to go get me a Jewish lawyer instead of getting my homeboy Antonio, you know what I'm saying, who graduated at the top exactly. of his class, and you know, don't want every case, exactly. you know what I'm saying, you don't know, you, you understand exactly. what I'm saying.
2: Exactly. Yeah, it's like exactly. we got we gotta have
7: more respect. We gotta have more respect for each other as a people too. And exactly. I also want to add I also want to add, you know, what what happened to pulling the next man up? You know what I'm saying? Like if you make it, okay. what happened to going back to get your you know, to get other talented people, man, in order to what people don't understand, man, is when you put somebody else on, that adds on to your legacy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Even if they put somebody on after you put them on That person is on because of you, because it started with you. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like nowadays so many people are so scared for somebody to get in before they get in that that's why a lot of us didn't get in or don't get in or whatnot. It's about helping the next man, man.
3: Only if they're talented, not just because
7: they're your homeboy. You know
3: what I'm saying? Right,
7: that's right. That's right. I gotta say that because I went there.
3: Yeah, yeah, I,
6: yeah,
7: went man. There I went yeah, there I too went, I, I, went there, to I went there too. Hey fellas, I went there too. You know what
3: I'm saying? That's why I knew. Yeah, no, you know. Yeah,
7: exactly.
3: I mean Man, I'm see so you got me sitting here laughing at myself, man, 'cause that that's the truth. I had a Jewish lawyer, man. Listen, I got I gotta to go to a commercial real quick, but on the no way doubt. out on the way out, I just wanna play a little bit of um Wayne Mohammed's AKA Tola. I wanna to play a little bit of the speech that he did in western North Carolina. Charlie B. Howard
8: I I, I share Bishop Parker's sentiments about keeping time. And uh, it's sort of a difficult task for me, like putting pants on melon. but I got one leg on. (laughs) What is a man? What is the definition of a man? In the beginning of time, after the Almighty Creator God created himself out of the womb of the darkness of space. He created man in his
1: own image and after his own likeness so from the very beginning man was like God and in his very nature is the essence of God himself
8: he was born and made to reflect God and God breathed his very spirit into man until man became a living soul so on this day that we honor our men, let us not be ignorant of the fact that there is no such thing as a man without God we are here to celebrate men, real men, those men fashioned by God through time, circumstance, trouble and trial to do great works. We celebrate those men who have committed their lives to the freedom, justice, equality, redemption, and salvation of some lost soul, be it son, daughter, neighbor, stranger, or student. When God needed a messenger, he sent a man. When God needed a prophet, he sent a man. When God needed a savior and a Christ, he sent a man, and a mighty man indeed. Men then, men now, and men forever have been charged with the
1: duty of transforming their communities. Some of these little men to be are fatherless boys and need a man, any good man, to take a vanguard position in their lives.
8: A man is a protector. A man is a defender. A man is a maintainer and a sustainer. A real man stands up when others sit down. A real man will be a principal sacrifice rather than one who sacrifices his principles. A real man would rather live a brief life of brotherhood than a long life of luxury. A real man has power. He has faith and he has vision. And a real man at least strives to be the friend of God. A real man recognizes his own imperfections and he never demands more of others than he does of himself. A real man serves. He serves his family, he serves his community, his people, and eventually humanity. So we celebrate real men. We celebrate Abraham and Noah. We celebrate Moses and Jesus. We celebrate the Enlightened One, Siddhartha Gautama, the Buddha. We celebrate Prophet Muhammad Ibn Abdullah of Arabia. We celebrate the warrior skill of Hannibal and Sonny Ali. We celebrate Joseph Cinque and Toussaint Louverture. We celebrate Father Miguel Hidalgo, Simone Bolivar, and Sheikh Guevara. We celebrate Frederick Douglass and David Walker. We celebrate Denmark BC and Gabriel Popper. We celebrate the intellectual stamina of Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. E. Du Bois. We celebrate the unyielding commitment to our people by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, and Elijah Muhammad. We celebrate the tireless
1: work of those still amongst us, like Rev. Al and Rev. Jesse Jackson, and Minister Louis Farrakhan. We celebrate those men whose lives, in some
8: form or another, have made our lives as men and women better. But how can we extol the virtues of those long gone and not amongst us directly without giving just credit and honor to those right at our own circumference doing great works among God's people and his children? So we celebrate Paul Atlas and Jeremiah Scott. Because we know that
1: you, little men and women, are coming after us. And we have already been given the charge and the command to be fruitful and
8: multiply in His image and in His likeness. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for Soundshoe today. That's www.soundshoe.com. S O U N D. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
6: You're listening to
3: WMMG, home of the KIRP radio show, baby. We are now 100,000 listeners strong and it's all because of you. If you want more information about KIRP radio show, hit us up online. You can visit the website at www.kirp.com Radioshow.com. Again, that's www.kirpradioshow.com. If, if you're logging online and you're on some social sites, make sure you hit us up and like our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com/kirpradioshow. Add yourself to the page. You can leave a comment. You can talk about the topics, and we'll try our best to get them all and read them off on the show. And if you're also on Twitter, send us a tweet. At symbol, K-I-R-P radio show, now you can hit up the host, and that's me, that's Pudgy. At symbol, N-C-Pudgy. Like I said, we are now over 100,000 listeners strong, and it's all because of you, baby. We started out November 28, 2010, and now we're taking it through 2011, and... P Radio Show. And if you don't know what that stands for, that's keeping it real with Pudgy, baby. If you want more information about emailing or you want information about advertising or you want to know where we're going to be here and there, hit us up. KRP Radio at gmail.com or W-M-M-G 500 at gmail.com and someone will get back to you as soon as possible. Like I said, it's all because of you, baby. 100,000 listeners strong and we're going on from here. I appreciate you and one love.
1: Talk like they know. <laughs> I they walk again, like man. they know. They talk, like they know. <laughs> they walk like they know. Man, I'm listening to you. Is watch yeah. Yeah, I'm listening you. I'm listening I'm to Bidding address, my bidding address Don't no match the place I rest Know my life is another county Still S C Valley Been streaming we the best But my name ain't Catholic No disrespect, I see a lot of snakes in camera, I respect that common bringing hip-hop back I try to do it different I try to do it right I only speak the truth Doesn't matter that I write So what? I got some time, homie Cause I don't fuck with this And being broke in the streets Had me stopping it yeah. I had to get away But what they all say Fucked up a lot of yeah Them jokers tried to play me yeah. Them jokers laid me Like three times in the club But I was young though I thought it really was dubs so. Cause so they sold drugs And had all the bitches I wanna sell drugs And give me some bitches yeah. But didn't realize The game had stitches yeah. Police and warrants Courtrooms and lawyers I never got caught, but saw a whole lot of niggas. We put the sand and torn out a lot of niggas. I've been interrogated, I've been locked up. Without barn holes, I don't like no handcuffs. I heard a lot of shit off in the county, man. I left home again, I don't really need friends. I need family, I need loyalty. Don't need motherfuckers out to try to feed me. Walk up and sneak me, burners out and heat me. Been getting death threats in 1999.
3: Yeah, you listen to WMMG home of the KRRP radio show. That first speech you guys heard was my man on the line right now, Wayne Muhammad. That speech was absolutely crazy, man. That that speech had me going off here in the background. When I first heard it, it made me definitely made me feel some kind of way. He said, you know, a man. That that was so important that for I think for the general public to hear because a lot of people don't compare themselves to some of the great and um, I think that we need to celebrate the people who are making the moves in our lives directly. Um, that was that song you just heard was Scal Talk like they know. Shout out to my man Rap Scal. We got him on the line right now, fellas.
5: Woo!
6: Um, man,
3: yo, I, I
7: just I just want to say that um, I need an MP3 of that speech. I don't know how I can get it,
6: <laughs> but
7: um, <laughs> I'm gonna need that. Though. I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that.
3: Wow. Wow. I'll definitely try to make sure you get, you get a hold of that, man. No definitely doubt. Make sure you get a hold of that. Um, WMMG, home of the KRRP Radio Show. If you're just tuning in via online, you can hit us up online by phone, 619-638-8559. You can also log on to com Or if you're on Facebook, Facebook is facebook.com slash Show. Twitter, at symbol, you know what it is, at symbol nc pudgy. At Symbol KRRP Radio Show, and this is what we do, baby. On the line right now, I got K Hill, Spooky Raw, aka LeWayne Wayne Rowan, and my man Tola the God, aka Mr. Wayne Muhammad, who you just heard do that speech, and also you heard my man Rapscal, aka Spooky Raw, on that last song I just played. Um, K Hill, I'm gonna start with you on this one, man. I, I definitely want to get this out here because it seems to be something that all the candidates right now who are running for president are being asked. So I want to ask you guys, uh, you guys are the president of of the community, you know what I'm saying? So um, how do you feel about legalization of marijuana and the control of it? Is is it a goal or not? Is it a good idea or a bad idea?
8: Wow.
7: um, And I'm going to have to take my time with this one because I definitely definitely don't want to get the wrong, you know, put out the wrong answer on this one. Um,
6: Sure. So time,
7: it's, it's like it's it's a, it's a pros and cons thing, okay?
5: Mm-hmm. Like
7: from a um, from a positive point of view, you know, um, it won't be so many cats, you know, <laughs> it won't be so many cats catching charges and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, <laughs> anybody anybody could get it, you know, sure. it's it's not illegal no more, so you know, it, it's not an offense anymore. But right. at the same time, and I hate to say this, but with the unemployment rate out there. It's gonna it's gonna hurt a lot of cats um, financially, because it's not an underground thing. no more underground things are valuable, are, are more valued than things that you know everybody has access to. So um,
5: mm-hmm.
7: with everybody being able to you know to have access to that you know without having to consult this person or that person or whatever or to get this type or to get this kind right here where he got the best kind over there. It's gonna hurt some cats financially, man. And um it's gonna hurt some cats financially and they're gonna have to resort to other means of, you know what I'm saying, of getting finances. And that means they're gonna have to resort to selling the drugs that are underground. You know, drugs that can get you more time, you know, in prison. So I look at that as I hate to say that, but I I look at that I I, I see it as something that the government designed to get us into more trouble if we choose to go that route. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That that right there in my eyes that was designed, you know, specifically for, you know, that was designed to to keep cats, you know, to keep cats under, man.
5: Yeah, I like, should have been
7: now, that's just the way I look at it. You know, if I can't sell weed anymore, I have to sell a coat. And everybody knows man you get a whole lot of time for um for crack as opposed to weed and what not. So that's just going to take, you know, that's just going to take us off the street and leave us locked up for even longer as opposed to, you know, marijuana. All the cats who were scared to, you know, all the cats who once sold weed because they were scared to sell this type of drug or they were fearful to sell this type of drug, they're going to start doing it now. And it goes back to, you know, people not hiring us and people not giving us jobs and people not put us putting us in a place where we can utilize our skills, you know, like
4: we're supposed to.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Rapskow, chime in on that if you would.
4: And he basically just summed it all up in a nutshell. <laughs>
5: <'Cause I'm> saying, <laughs> like,
4: like real talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I still, you know what I mean? I, I deal with a lot of those cats. That's the way to get it. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah.
4: And so I, I understand exactly what he's saying. And I used to be that person or whatever. And as far as like with the job thing, when you out here and you smoking illegally, that still don't. Say that okay, they ain't gonna
5: drug test you. Yeah.
4: That too. Like, wow, God. I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, the government said I can smoke it, but this job didn't say you can smoke it.
3: Ooh, right, right, right. I like that. wow, that's right.
4: Right. wow. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I, that's basically how I feel about it. Too. I don't, I'm mm. not feeling that.
6: That's
3: an interesting perspective, right there. Totally great, point,
4: great point. Great so, point. Uh, Muhammad. Um, Man, it's 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 my, my my court tells me no, you know, don't legalize. Mm-hmm. Um I, I just think that I just think that there's a whole bed of problems, you know, that'll come with the legalization, like he said, more you know, more so than uh than we got with with it being illegal. It's you know, I'm 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 one of those people, man, when when I hear them talk and stuff like that, man, I got questions. You know, I I, I I'm trying to understand your
3: motive and your purpose behind you know, certain things. But at my core, I say no. I'm with you on that. I I question everything that the government chooses to mandate, especially when it concerns just the the general citizens and and what the laws are going to be for us. You know what I mean? I definitely question anything that the government wants to regulate. Understand what I'm saying? Regulate. Because it's going to be a price to pay if they legalize this thing. If they legalize anything that was once illegal, you know what I mean? So um from 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 a whole different perspective though just just going on a whole different thing you know speaking on music in general um it, it, just myself like when i listen to music now what i hear is like i don't know i hear a lot of sexuality in music today you know what i mean i hear a lot of a lot of like i don't know a lot of um it's almost like the radio will will give you you know, forget painting the picture like they did once upon a time. <laughs> nowadays, is you know, like I think Hill said it just a minute ago, nowadays it's like they talking about head knocking on the backboard. I mean, there's no – listen, if my daughter's in the car and, you know, you're talking about going down on this, that, and the third and having two freaks and this and that on the radio, you know, I have to listen to talk radio now with the kids in the car. and They don't want to hear that, but I'm scared of what they might encounter versus what I haven't taught them yet, because my kids are young. So all of us are fathers. Tola I just want to ask you from from a school perspective, because you, you deal with kids as well, what what do you think about the music today and its sexuality? Lope. Rascal Okay, man, maybe yeah, I guess we lost too yeah. a lot. He'll try to chime in. Rascal, you chime in on that. What do you think about um, the music today and its sexuality?
4: You know, like, be real, T. I haven't listened to the radio since 2006. So. <laughs> 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 like, you know what I'm I mean, you know, I mean, you, know, you, know, you know, I don't even allow my kids to even watch certain things. Now, what they doing, because, you know, I'll I got kids, but I'm not with their mom or whatever. Sure. But when they're with me, there's none of that. No MTV. I, I haven't watched none of that since 2006. You feel me?
3: <laughs> why? Why not though? Why
4: not? <laughs> uh, well, you know, to be real, at the time I was in the county.
6: Sure.
4: You know, I'm, I'm loving this music. So, and every day I, I'm seeing people fighting over the remote because one person want to watch this, but then you got the young cast that want to watch 106 in Park. <laughs> And they, they was, <laughs> and they was and playing this Little Wayne Stuttin' like my daddy song. And mm-hmm. I just got tired of what I was hearing as far as music, and it turned me against it. So mm-hmm. I basically banned radio and I banned videos and all of that.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I can dig that. Uh, Cahill, what you think about that?
7: Man, I mean, it's just like, first of all, man, I just want to say that, you know, Anytime I hear these songs on the radio, man, I always say to I always say to myself, man, they owe, they really owe groups like N.W.A., Two Live Crew. They owe them a big apology, man. You know what right. I'm saying? Like they owe them just they, they owe them so much money, and they owe them a big apology because it's like they gave them so much riff back in the days, you know, censoring their music and stuff like that, man. And just to hear what's on the radio today, is it's just like the stuff that they put out back then that was like taboo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I um, you know, when you when you talk to an older cat, I mean, a cat that's like, you know, like 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 in their mid forties or something like that, they always tell you, man, they don't talk about you know the love in the music no more. You know how to romance, how to romance a chick, or how to really you know win somebody's heart and stuff like that. Not even way back then. I'm I'm talking about you know uh, the New Edition days and stuff like that, man. You know, dial my heart, I love you. And you don't hear that no more. You don't hear that no more, man. You you, you hear you know oh, no. you hear um you hear rappers, man, constantly you know, degrading the, the women, man, up to the point where you know these girls in school today they feel like that's what men want. You know what I'm saying? And a woman, you know what I'm saying? And um, it just makes it, it makes them have to you know feel like that they have to you know put on some type of image, man, because that's what's popular out now. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the women talking about it, too. That's what makes it worse. You got the women artists, you know what I'm saying, you know, validating this stuff that these guys are talking about, man. So you got these females feeling like they have to act a certain way in order to, you know, obtain who they like or to keep who they like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And at the same time, you know, from from a male point of view, it's not it's not teaching these guys how to respect the woman. It's not teaching them, you know, the value of a solid relationship, you know, which will lead up to, you know, a family, which is a solid foundation. And that's how our culture is getting destroyed because, I mean, if you know, history knows, especially, you know, in the Bible they said the music is, you know, one of the most powerful, you know, mediums, you know, to gain somebody's, you know, to gain somebody's attention. They're using the right medium to destroy us. If you could destroy it right from the core, right from birth, you know what I'm saying, right, right at the childhood, then you know there won't be no families, you know what i'm saying if if there's no families, you know, we can't populate, and if we wow. do populate just because the family ain't solid, if we do populate, we wow because we don't have we don't have all the training that we need in the household that we're brought up in we brought we brought up in broken homes, you know what I'm saying, so we don't have all the training that we need to go out and conquer the world. And I don't want to say music, you know what I'm saying, is, is like the only thing to blame, but that that plays a huge part, you know what I'm saying, in damaging, you know, how we produce and how our children are brought up as a people. Music influences.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: I mean, musicians are so powerful, man. And, um, yeah, they are. I don't I don't know man, that's how I feel about the whole thing, man. If you can get it right if you can chop a tree if you can kill a tree right from the root, man, there will be no tree. You understand what I'm saying?
6: Oh, wow.
7: And that that's why you hear all these little, you know, that's why all these songs, you know, got the little bubblegum sound and whatnot and they attract kids, man, you know, and, and I mean you know what I'm saying? That's why the melodies are so simple. They they sound like lullaby songs because it's meant to attract kids because you can you can influence a child's mind if you influence them from the gate, like, if you tell these if you tell these young women from from eight years old and up that they don't need a man, wow. if you tell them, you know what I'm saying, from, 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 you know, a child that they don't need a man, they're going to grow up eventually feeling like they don't need a man. And if women don't need a man, then there won't be any children, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, or, or, yeah. or, 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 or you got, you know, you got these children, you know what I'm saying, that's brought up in, in a household that feel like, one can co- one you know don't have to coexist with the other, mm. and they bring those problems to whoever they meet, and it, it's just an ongoing cycle, man. So that you know, I know I said a lot, man, but that's just how I feel about you know the current state of you know music that's going on right now, man. I, I feel that deeply about it. I
3: I, I can agree with you because I, actually it's not only us; it's a, it's a group called Mary, and uh, what they are they're they're um man I can't really I can't explain exactly what they do but it's it's the marriage institute they study the the numbers on how many families are married today how many individuals are single how many individuals are gay and and with all the respect to the gay society um at the end of the day I just don't agree with it that's just me and uh, I won't get into that we did a show about that before but I I think there's an underlying issue that's behind that folks don't talk about and I think there's a spiritual aspect to to the the gay initiative and the gay things that are going on today, but asking both you guys, it, it also seems that nowadays it's glorified. Being gay is glorified, or or having uh, bisexual tendencies, or bisexual acts, or yeah. are, are are like mainstream now. How, you guys, you know, how do you feel about that? You know, what's going on with with society today? Is it? Do you think that music is is given a pass to be bisexual or gay today?
4: A certain Kuwait, yeah, yeah, it's,
7: it's, it's, only it's news,
4: definitely it's um,
7: too. Yeah, it's it's definitely opening up. It's opening up, you know. Um, as far as that subject though, I'm, I'm gonna say this right here. Um, I'm still ignorant. I'm still ignorant to to, to gay people, you know, and that outlook on things and whatnot. And I cannot give a credible answer right. until I like until I just researched the whole thing, you know what I'm saying, I'm ignorant to that whole side of life, yeah, I'm you know what saying. I'm saying like like right now, I don't agree with it, but a lot of people don't agree with things that they don't understand. I will say I am ignorant to that I'm, I'm 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 ignorant to the homosexual lifestyle, like I cannot relate with that, so I cannot give an answer, you know what I'm saying on that subject that 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 is really like credible. I just know that right now it's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not turning my back on homosexuals. I'm not right, speaking right. against them or nothing because I embrace everybody. You understand what I'm saying? Like I embrace everybody. You know, it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't have enough knowledge, you know, on that issue to, you know, give a give a good summarization of why I do oppose it.
6: Sure. I just know
7: that I oppose it now because I don't understand it. You understand know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
6: Absolutely. And that's not
7: that's not, you know, that's not a bad thing. Or whatever. That's definitely not a disrespectful thing that I'm saying. I don't understand it right now. <laughs> you know what
3: I'm saying? So, no, I know. I don't yeah, exactly that, that's what
7: my that, that's my that's my whole take on that,
3: man. Well, what about you, Rascal? I mean, how, how do you feel about the whole thing? Because it, it it seems that you know, with with like I said, with all due respect to folks who are gay or bisexual or whatever they want to brand themselves with whatever definition they want to call themselves, and and that's 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 the same goes for heterosexual people too. Call yourself what you want. But no disrespect to folks who, who who take part in that activity. Rap Scout, how do you feel about music today? Do, do you think music glorifies that? And and why is it that if it's quote-unquote wrong, why is it that music solidifies it now? Why is it so much in the forefront now? It's, it's like that's all we see now is is two girls kissing going. a lot of ones in
4: power. There you go. There's <laughs> a lot of people that are in power. <laughs> well, when, when that, you say those are the ones that like let's run in these labels the people that we don't see. You know what I'm saying? The people hmm. that we don't see, nine times out of ten, those are the ones like I got a lot of people that are in the industry, a lot of family that are in the industry, and a lot of them never made it because they never took that you know, that particular route. You feel what I'm right. saying? And that those are the ones that empower, so the more people that they got that come along and agree with what they the way they live, those are the ones that they'll mainly support.
7: And do you, um, just to add on to what, you know, Homie is saying, you know, on a, you know about, you know, the issue, let me ask you all this. Do y'all remember back in the day that, um, you remember back in the day, you know, Public Enemy was rocking, like they just yeah. had a game on Smash. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Professor Griff came through and made mm-hmm. that comment about the Jewish people, the whole public enemy movement, I'm not going to say it was shut down, but, like, they, they had a lot yeah. of their resources cut yeah. off after that, man. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because Professor Griff made, made an opposition statement to who was in power. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. public yeah. enemy's not on Def Jam anymore. You know, they still out there rocking. Public enemy's still going strong, but it's just like they don't have the machine behind them no more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if that was... You know, I don't know enough on that, you know, to know whether it was, you know, Chuck's choice or the executive's choice. But I do know that from what I've seen, things slowed down after Professor Griff made that statement. Even though they kicked him out of the group, you know, things kind of, you know, slowed down a little bit for the group and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, some people choose to follow suit, you know, to please the people in power. Some people choose to go against the grain. And in my opinion, that's what hip hop has always been about, going against the grain.
3: Exactly, you know, man.
7: Standing up, standing up so for down. what's you know, standing up for what's for what that artist believes is right. You know what I'm saying? And um every time I mention that and whatnot, I always think like I've been hearing um you, you know, Grandmaster Flash and Melly Mel record the message.
6: I've been hearing this record
7: all my life. I've been hearing this record all my life. I never heard that record real good like like I was supposed to until two years ago, man. Mm. Like, that was a powerful record and whatnot, man, because they stood up for what was going on at the time, for what they believed in. They went against the whole grain. That's where hip-hop came from. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Kids who couldn't make it another way that were standing up for, you know, what they believed in, man. And that's where the whole thing came from. And we kind of you know the 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 the, the industry kind of you know got away from that, you know what I'm saying there used to be the beauty and the value in the whole music,
6: sure you know is. what I'm saying
7: so you know rebel music, you know call it whatever you want to man that what that that's what used to make you know the music so attractive, the fact that it wasn't going along with everything else, it was doing what others wasn't doing at the time, oh okay. so that's why I'm labeled a backpacker an underground rapper. Or whatever you want to call me, because I'm not doing, you know, I'm not even doing what they call, you know, I'm not even doing what the so-called backpacker cats are doing. I'm not even <laughs> doing what they doing. So, you know, in my opinion, so it's just like, you, you know, you got to call me something else, man. You know what I'm saying? Because even, even in the underground, cats are doing the same type of stuff, man. They got the same type of beats, just like commercial cats. You know, every time, you know, uh, a song come on the radio, you know who produced it because you hear that sound. You know, you hear yeah. that tag on their song. A, it's the same thing in the underground. You know who produced what song. It, it's still cookie cutter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> I got my own thing, man. I, I got my own thing, man. I choose not to follow suit, man. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like anybody, man. You know, I mean, I have to model myself after the, the music that's out to a certain extent, but right. I always kind of want to, you know, to do my own thing, man. That's what being an artist is all about, man. Well, um, that's
4: another reason why I don't listen to radio. Right. Exactly. So, you, exactly. That's another reason.
3: Well, since 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 you guys, let I me mean, let me take you back a few years, right? Well, first first let me ask you this: what what do you think was since you guys are artists, you know what I mean? And and that I both that I listen to, both you guys, and and I think you guys are like, Man, I put you on the pedestal so so high when it comes to making music and making good music. What was what was the turning point for you that, that made you say, Okay, I'm not gonna be able to do what everybody else is doing and, and why'd you choose to do that?
4: Hmm. Let me see. I gotta say cash money. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was much, I, Like, to be real, my point, that was my, t- that that type of music, man, like, you know, I, I'm from the South,
6: mm-hmm. or whatever,
4: and I was feeling like, okay, if these dudes is, they embracing these cats, or whatever, and they not really spitting no lyrics, nothing really true, and if they embracing these cats, why not they embrace me, you know what I'm saying? So, I just stuck, still, to this day, stuck to what I'm doing, like, or whatever, not follow or whatever. But that that was my turning point right there. That like I said, that made me just stop messing with radio and all that completely. Wow. Um. My, my 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 turning point, you know,
7: honestly, you know, I have to be like, uh, my turning point was when when my daughter was born, man. Like when I, you know, when I became, you know, a father and whatnot, mm-hmm. and I started looking at my life, man. You know, I, I was like, you know, I want to be the I want to be the father that you know what I'm saying I wasn't accustomed to. Yeah. You know. Not saying I was gonna be a a, a goody two shoe, you know what I'm saying, you know, person like that because nobody is perfect, man. That's a That's standard right. that I would never try to even even reach or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But that was my turning point, man. I was just like it was two things, man, it was between me having a daughter and when I lost my grandmother from Alzheimer's disease. Sure. I said, um I said, man, you know, 'Cause I watched her lose her memory, man, and I was just like, you know what man, if um if I lose my memory tomorrow and you know, my family had to bring stuff back to me to help me remember who I was. I don't want to you know, I don't want to listen to my music and be like, tag. I was I was talking about that. I don't want to be wow. that person. Right like that wasn't me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to say I want to say responsible stuff, man, that I'm gonna be still proud of when I get old and not be not be able to do it anymore. I don't wanna look back at the stuff that I did and, and, and you know uh, of course I'm gonna listen to some some of the stuff I did when I was young and I was see and I can see the change or whatever, but you know, as a grown man, I don't wanna look back and be like, Dang on it man, I was I was on this at twenty something years old, I should've yeah, known better yeah. than that. I was on wow. this at thirty years old, I should have known better than that. Like, wow, man, I was talking about that. As a grown man. Wow, you know what I'm saying? And and it's just like, you know, you know, I might I might say a curse word or two in my music. I haven't done it in, like, years, though, man. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, I try to keep all my stuff, you know, clean, you know, because, you know, most cats think I try to keep it clean, you know, just because I'm trying to uphold some type of image. But it's also a business move, too, man. You Jordan. want to make music. You want to make sure that nothing stops your music from being circulated that there's nothing in the way that can stop your music. You know what I'm saying? Not a curse word, not subject matter, not nothing. You want to be able to take your music anywhere. Mm. You know me, what I'm me,
3: saying? So, let, oh, Go ahead, go ahead bro. Let, let me, um, you know what, before I say that and before I go to a commercial here, let me go to a call out of the 401 because I think they hit the buzzer a couple times. And I got a few people on here, folks. If you're just logging on or if you're listening in by phone, you know the site. Um, you listen listening to the WMMG, home of the K R P radio show, host Pudgy. I got my man Rap Scowl on here, aka Spooky Rowler, Ron Rowan. And I got my man K Hill, born Kelvin Hill, dynamic MC and producer, motivational speaker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Going to a call out of the 401. You're with the KRRP radio show. You're on with all of us. You're on the line. Hello. 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 Hey. Hey, it's
9: um,
3: Emily. Emily. Stone. How, uh, oh, it's, it's Emma Stone. What up, <laughs> Emma Stone? <laughs> Yo, this is somebody else I try to get on the show with you guys to have a female perspective about things and and also okay. a positive hip hop artists. We're go, we're gonna keep on here and um, am I talk to you behind the scenes here when I go to commercial? You listen to the KRRP Radio Show WMMG six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. It's the number. If you're on Facebook, it's Facebook dot com backslash KRRP Radio Show. If you're on Twitter, it's at symbol NC Pudgy or at symbol K-I-R-P Radio Show. We even on YouTube, man. We haven't got no videos on there yet, but we're on YouTube. You know what it is, K-I-R-P Radio Show. Hit us up in the search. Listen, we're on the line with some amazing, some dynamic people on the line right now, and uh, I got to go to a commercial, so I want y'all to stay tuned, stay where you are. I know y'all watching the game. I know you're watching the game, so put it on pause. Go on to the K-I-R-P Radio Show. And listen to what we got going on because they say they say I don't know what I'm doing, but that's where they wrong. You know what I mean? KRP Radio Show, baby. Rise full of old junk. At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long you just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkners will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, science old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of Eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques 336 336- And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Popper at Faulkner's Antiques says, Don't forget the reason for the season.
8: in warfare. Mm -hmm. And Jesus Christ
3: is looking for warriors that
8: are willing to fight. We need to leverage our political power and our political interests in both parties.
4: We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work, because when they're put in place, when we govern according to those values, they work.
1: If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a
0: population... You ask yourself, who's pushing it?
1: Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The Jesse Jackson era is over.
8: Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in inner city, pastoring... What I saw was the Democratic Party making the inner city at that time a social wasteland.
0: Maybe it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you.
3: We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Dundas Foundation and we stand on three basic pillars and we don't apologize for it but we are devoted Christians first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support, you are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the organization for you, and that's okay. We're not changing who we are.
8: <laughs> I don't understand that. They won't mention that the vice chair. When I tell a lot of people, even, even Republicans, they say, wow, we didn't know that. They didn't know that the vice chair was a North Carolina Republican. National cha- chairman and founder of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. They don't mention that the KKK was a terrorist arm of the Democratic Party. They just talk about what they did to blacks, but they failed to mention, they forget that one little detail. And another the thing they won't tell you is that from 1929 to 1974, North Carolina had a eugenics board. And they passed the Sterilization Act, which they forcibly sterilized seventy-six hundred people, some of them are younger than eight years old. They don't mention it, Democrats.
3: Hey, if it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair, and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before, right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m., starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host, Act Right, my man, holds it down for purely poetic late night mic poetry show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blocktalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic.
0: (1 Online Music Tournament) <laughs>
1: Here, are please, cause it's sexy over here, no teens over here, we grown over here, it's poppin' over here, drink it all baby, yeah, I gotta drive a year, he'll take you anywhere, the party's over here, we don't call them over here, the lane's
5: over there, you can tell by the gear, I'm all year, my style next year, they call me P, baby, just sit right here,
3: it's sex over here, no, yeah, you're listening to WMMG, home of the KRRP Radio Show, and we are back on the air. And with me on this day, I have three, I had four. Um, so far we're missing my man, uh, Mr. Wayne Muhammad. But shout out to Wayne Muhammad for even coming on the show. So shout out to you, Mr. Muhammad. Um, right now you're listening to KRRP Radio Show. We got on the air, my man, Spooky Raw, aka L'Wayne Roten, aka once again, Rap Scal, most notably known by and we got my man K Hill on the line here as well as Emerald Stone um I just want to ask you guys a question. I don't I, well first of all to the people who are just logging on if you are, if you need to get onto us in, in a different way you can log on by phone or you can listen by phone without making a comment at 619-638-8559 you could also listen via internet at uh, dot com on twitter at symbol radio show at symbol NC Pudgy to get it in. Make a comment if you're on Facebook. It's Facebook.com/ARRP back, back, Radio Show. Leave your comments on there. We'll try to get to them during or even after the show. Um, I got with me right now. Going to my man K Hill. I just got a I got a question about this record that I'm gonna play later. Um, it's called The Declaration of Independence. If I'm not mistaken, is that right, Mr. Hill?
7: Uh, the Declaration of an Independence.
3: Of an independent, please, right. please, please break down for one minute. What was going on in your head when you decided to write this record? <laughs> please, please tell me that.
7: Man, it's like um, it's like this, man. When you um, you're only you're only as good as your last record. Okay, <laughs> you're only you're only as good as as your last record. When you're an artist, people can care less what's going on in your life. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're going through at the moment, we just want your music. That's all we want. We just want your music. Like, that's cool, that's fine and dandy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't I ain't got nothing to do with that though. Where the jams at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you don't release nothing for a hot minute, you know, people will start talking about, you know, why you ain't released nothing or they'll they'll start trying to summarize your career for you. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? They'll say, you know, you know they'll think you they'll write you off. People are so quick to to write you off and to close their casket and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. when I wrote the record, I was like, all right, I'm going to release this first off of my project. You know, I haven't released a project in probably, like, what, three years, a whole project anyway. I've been working nonstop. Like, I made sure that I kept, like, if I wasn't working as an artist, I was working as a producer. So I never stopped working, you know what I'm saying? But, um... I heard little comments and whatnot, you know, in the community, on the message boards, you know, cats writing articles articles and stuff, you know, summarizing my career. (laughs) And um, basically, man, when I I put out that record, man, when I wrote that record, I was like, you know what, I'm going to just let y'all know, without dissing y'all, you know what I'm saying, without dissing anybody, but I'm going to say it, the way I'm going to deliver this record is like a diss record. So it's going to sound like I'm dissing somebody, but it's not going to be a diss record. But I'm going to just let y'all know that I heard everything y'all say. I
1: mean, I'm sorry. I
7: heard everything y'all said. You know what I'm saying? I heard all the little rumors, all the little talking. I'm going to address it. This is going to be my last time addressing it, though. I'm going to address it this one last time. I'm going to show you that you didn't kill me. That I'm strong enough to talk about this. That I'm strong enough to mention the fact that you, you know, you try to chastise me and you know sum up my career and you know say that say that I was finished and and, and call my name mud. And then I'm gonna move on to my next mission. You know wow. what I'm saying? So it's basically about you know a brother, you know, having a down a, a down point in his life, fought through it, and you know he's still here, still going hard, still still sounding dope, still better than ever, better than the okay. first time he came out.
6: Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah.
7: that that's my declaration and, and you know, it's like I feel like since these people don't, you know, wrote me off or whatever, you know, I feel like, you know, what the heck on it man, maybe I'm in it by myself. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? No disrespect no disrespect yeah. to my team, you know what I'm saying? No disrespect True. to my team because I do have a team that's been helping me out hard. You know what no I'm down. saying? But you know, just just to my immediate community, maybe I'm I'm feeling by, I'm feeling I'm feeling like I'm by myself. And so a person who's by their self that's forced to persevere is called an independent. So I'm I'm like, okay, you know, it's uh when I wrote the record it was like around Black History Month, so it's like, okay, it's Black History Month, you know. That wasn't the original title, but I wanted to come up with something good, something clever that can, you know, that can have a historic feel on it, you know, like a document. So I call it the declaration the declaration of an independent. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And that's where the title came from. Well, you know? I- I'm sorry. I didn't want to make. I didn't want to make the average type of record. So that's why I brought my man on Dasan Ahanu to do the spoken word part. We wrote the whole record in the studio in one day. It wasn't yeah. no you do your it wasn't on no, you do your part, get back with me, I'm gonna do it was it, we wrote everything on the spot. Everything. Even the little crazy ad libs I got in it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no I'm gonna come back next week and tighten this up. We did that all in one day. Shout out to my man, producer and engineer Extraordinary Picasso, out of Raleigh, North Carolina. We knocked that record out in one day I'm very proud of it. Um, like I said, it's the first um the first record that I'm releasing for my project Motivational Speakers. And I'm 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 glad everybody's hyped about it, man. We got a video for it. Um, My man Kent Willard and my man John Mullins, you know, they filmed the video and edited it, and it looks great. Every vision that I had, you know, my man Ali Gorns, he helped me coordinate, you know, the whole project for the whole video shout to out. bring that vision to life. Shout out to my man Ali, right? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Shout what, out out to going. Yeah, Word shout out
3: up, to Ali man. Shout and, out um, to my photographer, too, man, because he going hard, too, John Mullins. Shout out to John Mullins.
7: Word up, man! Word up! You know what I'm saying, and um, I'm just fortunate, man, and blessed enough to have had visions in my head and have had the resources to execute all the visions that I had, man. Like I'm feeling real, I'm feeling real good right now. I'm feeling like I got a team of people that want to see me win, and I'm not gonna let them down,
3: man. Hmm. Mm. scout. What they oh.
6: do, brother?
3: That record, talk like they know, man. That's it. You know, I listened to every word in that record. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and yeah. it sounds like you were talking to like a, a few different people in general. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, 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 I was. I don't know who you were talking to personally. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but what were you go? What were you thinking about when you wrote that record?
4: I was thinking about all the missed opportunities that came along, and you know, being affiliated with a crew that really wasn't your crew. Mm. Wow! Wow. All wow! The negative things that they introduced me to instead of the positive things, when the positive came about, it wasn't about that. The negative, they was all for. It. So wow! So that's that's what inspired me to write that particular record right there. And you know, it's it's all real, it's all true. You know, like they don't tell you. You know, I've been out here with the with the streets and the hustling, but they don't tell you, okay, you will get caught. Then you got to call for bail money If you ain't got that bail money But they'll put that work in your hand Until you hit the block
3: Man, that's real as ever right there
4: So That's that's what inspired me to write that record like I need family I need loyalty That's what I need behind me I don't need no snakes in my circle
3: You know, that, that has a whole lot to do with music too as well I, I'll go back to that Let me get um, Emerald Stone Emerald, are you there? I'm here uh, okay, uh, first of all, I got to introduce to the people. Emerald, let the people know who you are, and then right after, if you will, go into the last record that you wrote. Cause I thought that record should have been a mini series, man. We don't, you don't commonly find. Just to let the people know, you don't commonly find an MC and a female. And I'm just gonna put it out there, whether people like it or not, you don't find a female MC these days talking about anything positive at all, or anything outside of sexuality for the most part, or trying to sell themselves or their body. Um, I consider you, with with no disrespect, I I think you're a beautiful person, but you don't sell that. And that's what made me actually listen to your music and listen to the things that you were saying. So let the people know who you are, you know, some of the stuff you've done. And if you would, explain your last record and let let the people know where they can find it at. All right. I'm
9: I'm basically um, a hip-hop artist out of the New England area. Um, I've been doing music for quite some time, uh, 15, uh, say 14, 15 years. Um, What inspires me as far as the records? Hello?
3: You're good. I don't know who that was, but you're good. Go ahead. Okay. Um,
9: What inspires me with the records that I do is um, my upbringing. Um, I didn't have the best childhood. Um, So if I can inspire the younger generation and be that support or be that inspiration to them, then I feel like that's my reward. So that's what I do through my music. Um, The last project that I've done was I had released a mixtape titled The Definition, Mm -hmm. and the meaning behind the definition is everything, every track on the mixtape is a representation of who I am and what I represent. You know, it's like the definition of me. And every track on there is, I feel, is inspirational and sends a certain message to anyone. You know, I feel like a lot of people would be able to relate, especially the younger crowd, because of the topics that I'm touching upon on on those records. So um, a lot of people, um, you can actually find the tracks uh, on Reverb Nation, ReverbNation.com backslash Emerald Stone Music. Um, I also have two videos. That I produced and edited that are on YouTube. That's youtubecom backslash Miss Emerald Films. Um I'm sure you're familiar with the track Enigma.
4: So, oh,
9: and that more or less, you know, touches up on what I represent as an artist.
3: Um, uh, just everybody, and you got. We'll start with you, Emerald, since you just came, since you just came aboard with us. Um, you know, the topic of the show is, you know, we're talking about this music influence the world today. At the same rate it once did And uh, personally I want to say yes because I, I think That STDs are up, sexually transmitted Diseases are up um, HIV is up, everything for the negative Is up and it seems like everything About music today is negative negative. and I won't say Everything, I'll say most of the stuff that Is put in the forefront So my question to you All is Do you Do you think music as we Once knew it is dead and the music that we're hearing now is the music that we're hearing now is is a new birth or a rebirth of music.
4: Mm, nah, I believe that's gonna die out slowly, but it's gonna take artists like us to do it. Mm. I agree. Um, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Pascal. Um, um, yeah, that's what,
6: that's, what, that's what I wanted
4: to say, bro. I just don't. Oh, okay, I, don't see, I believe it's going to die slowly. It's, it's going to take artists like us to do it. Like when it comes to my music, I don't just talk about the, the positive. I talk about the bad too, so they understand that.
6: Right. right.
4: You know, so I, I give them both sides of the story. I can
3: definitely. Uh, my, my,
4: yeah. my
7: whole take on it is um, I think it's. Uh, I think I think it's a circle, man. I think it's a circle, cause uh, you know, especially with the way hip hop goes, man. It, it it always goes in a circle. You know what I'm saying? You'll have your you have the party years, then you'll have the gangster years. Then everybody <laughs> gets tired of all the gangster stuff and go back to the positive stuff. Everybody get tired of all the you know goody good two shoes stuff and go back to the partying. Then you go back to the gang. you know what I'm saying to me, it's all a circle, and stuff. The thing is, I think that as it goes back throughout you know the generation, it's gonna get worse, like when gangster rap comes back next time, like it's gonna be so much worse than it was the 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 last time it came around. I mean, we living in an age now, man, where like people are celebrating death, man, like like when when people heard that bin Laden got killed, man, like people were celebrating man, and it's just like
6: it's, the it's just like
7: it's 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 like that it, going, man, like when did it become cool to like celebrate celebrating somebody you know getting killed, man, I mean I okay know. if he got if he got killed, he got killed, you know that happened, but like you I, I know he killed a lot of people, man, oh my god, dude, like I, or his people killed a lot of people or whatever, you know what I'm saying, but my thing right. is this. Him getting killed ain't going to bring those people back, man. Not
3: at
6: all.
7: Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, my whole thing is you should have tried to keep that man alive to tap him for answers, yo. You know what I'm saying? Because that ain't it. Like, it's more where that came from. So when you killed kill that guy or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that wasn't the end of everything. That might have been the beginning of, like, some whole some old other stuff. And people are celebrating somebody's death, man. Like you know what I'm saying, like on some warfare, like not a home going or you know nothing like that. Just the the fact that you know he died like in in, in a brutal way, and I'm not taking up for him at all, man. Like he deserves punishment, but I'm, I'm just saying the type of you know country that we live in, like people are like celebrating that somebody you know took a bullet, a couple of bullets and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
8: that's somebody and and
7: was murdered. <laughs> right, exactly. Sooner or later, man, that's gonna um, it's gonna reflect in the music, man. And it's it's just gonna get so much worse, man. Like straight up and down, the values is gonna come out in the music, man. And I just feel like next time, man, it's just it's it's gonna be worse every time. The next time party music come around, man, cats are gonna be like, it ain't gonna be no more beats on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up and down, cats gonna tell you what they doing. Like, from the beginning to the end to a chick or what they doing at a party. It ain't going to be no beeps. It ain't going to be no censors, no nothing. They're going to give you the whole raw deal, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Videos yeah. ain't going to be edited no more. Man, it's going to be naked people on TV, man. Like, straight up now. The point, the porno business is going to suffer, man, because it's going to be on TV. It ain't even going to be taboo no more.
1: Like, it's going to
7: be... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's so, gonna be available, man. Like shut it now, so the next time conscious music come around, man, like man, people gonna be crying on tracks, be like you gonna hear people crying on tracks, man. You know what I'm saying? You know because the world done got so crazy. So that's how I look at music, man. Like it's, it's it's never gonna die, man. It's always gonna revolve in a circle, man. You know what I'm saying? So.
3: What What about you, Emma? From a from a female perspective, uh, you know. What do you think about that from a female perspective? Because mostly it's just it's just the exploitation of females, if you ask me.
9: My take on it is, um, to be honest, I, I agree with I believe it was Rascal when he said um, it's going to take artists like us. I think it's going to take a movement um, for things to change. I think it's all in the way people think. Like a lot of times, people get upset, you know, because of the songs that they hear on the radio. But and they get they target those artists, but really I feel it's the people who are buying the music because if it wasn't for the people buying the music, those artists wouldn't be selling, you know. Yeah. So
6: word. Um,
9: that's how I feel. I think a lot of times people target the artists, whether they they feel they're garbage or they're not worthy or whatever the case is. It's the people that are buying the music. So it's like, you know, it's it's the way that they think. That's what they're buying, you know. I think I'm still trying to find out the answer. Um, as far as the public buying artists' music that has meaning behind it. Like, how can we make those people, you know, buy our music? Because we're saying something, Mm. you know? It's like you have to change their way of thinking. And I'm still trying to figure that out.
3: Well, you know... I, I I agree with that because I don't know what the niche is. I, I can tell you that the music, the labels, the executives are going crazy. They have a meeting after meeting trying to figure out how to get around this Internet thing. But I think that the underlying issue that they're all forgetting is that they're copying each other for negative. It's like tit for tat. You know what I mean? There's There's new artists that come along that put in no groundwork. I think they're actually listening to demos again to find that person who sounds the most like who's ever mainstream that can really pull it off that they can milk like a cow. So I think that's one problem with, with the whole music industry today and why it's going to take a huge change of events for people like you guys to come to the forefront once again, you know, in my mind. K. Um, Hill, you went, you went political on me. You, you guys know, this is a, is a talk radio show. We're social and political, but I wanted to ask you guys about this and what you felt about it. Um, President Obama Invited common sense. I'm gonna call him common sense, alright, But we know it's, you know. Everybody know him as Common. You know what I'm saying? I used to love him. Listen, man. I used to love her, man. You know, everybody who hear Common that's from the old school that know that that really knows about hip hop. No disrespect to the rappers. I'm talking about who knew about backpack music. Once upon a time, at least that's what it's called now. It was just called rap, no well, hip hop when we were coming up. It was just rap. But people who know common sense, right? For for, I used to love her Know that this is despicable What they're talking about So how do you guys feel about the media um, Saying that it was a negative thing By the president Inviting Common to the White House
7: I got got this one I got this one Because (laughs) (laughs) The people who are mad The people who are mad about it Like the people who probably opposed to that They probably went through Common's catalog With like a fine tooth comb
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the,
7: the, the, the people the people who are upset, those are the people who just know that I used to love a common the the retrospect the um what is it retrospective for life common
3: life. Yo yo yeah.
7: common went wild for a minute though yo. Yeah. Like yeah. you didn't, like unless you follow his whole catalog like he went wild for a minute like um what album was it man I forgot what album was it he did like most of the tracks for, for real. Yeah. He did most of the tracks with Pharrell. It was it was like uh, the album before last. I'm, I can't even think of the title right now. That he went, he went wild, man. Album. He started talking about, you know, he started talking about, you know, the banging the chick's head up against the headboard and all that crazy stuff. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, so they, that, probably said, they probably said, look, <laughs> to hell with the rest of his catalog. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to focus <laughs> on that right there, and we're going to use that against so. him. Like man, when you you know when 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 you up on a when you up on a podium like that, and you choose to you know make a whole career out of conscious music, like I said, man, the, the minute you go left,
6: yeah. they're gonna
7: get you, man, like straight up and down. <laughs> See, that, that's what a lot of musicians don't understand, man. You know the one thing that that the one problem that musicians have is they are so busy trying to gain new fans. Yeah, that they lose the old ones that they had. You know what I'm saying? Trying to gain those new ones.
6: Mm. Your
7: main job as a musician is, you know, to to cater to the people, man, that roll with you from the beginning, that's rolling with you now. Cater to whoever rocking with you right now. Whew. The people the people will come. Like straight up and down, the people will come. The minute that you change your stuff, you're gonna lose your court. you gonna lose your foundation. You know what I'm saying? You might gain some new people, but that those are new people that you gain in the middle. You lose your foundation. And once your foundation gone, your whole house gonna fall down. You know what I'm saying? So if he just had to stay, you know, I'm just saying every artist should grow. Every artist should grow. You should never, you know, stay the same. Always try to elevate what you do. But the minute that Common went that way, I feel like, you know, I'm going to get real deep for a minute. I feel like when that opportunity came to him and whatnot, you know, that's when he could look back and be like, dang, I might shouldn't have did that record. Like, that hurt me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying when that could have when that could have been a big opportunity, like
5: yeah, yeah really, really,
7: I mean, you know hip hop is about opposing the government and whatnot, but who wouldn't want the opportunity to rock at the White House and get a platform to say something to like so many powerful people that could change the change the view you know of how hip hop so, is looked at overall, man,
3: that's
6: right, that's right,
7: you know what I'm I, saying because it's just like it's just like you know. When they when they when they brought up those records those those conscious records that Common did somebody came I, I guarantee you somebody came out of Woodward and was like well what about this right here explain this one
5: <laughs> well they did and did they that. couldn't say nothing
7: you know what I'm saying like they couldn't say nothing so yeah. hey man you got you know you got to watch the kind of music you, it goes back to what I was saying you know you don't want the music that you make to stop you from any opportunity you want to be ready anytime somebody calls you because you're never gonna know who's gonna call you. You never gonna know where you have to perform. So you got to make your music so nothing can't stop you from delivering your music, no matter what you were talking about. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it in a way where you can deliver that everywhere, anywhere. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Oh and a yeah, lot absolutely. of people don't
7: understand that. Hmm.
3: You know, it, it's it's I, I love what you had to say about that because that that's exactly what happened to him when he when he got that opportunity. You have millions of people who are gonna go through your catalog with a fine tooth comb, and they can't wait to find one particular era, one specific era, and they're gonna blow it up like man, like a good year blimp you know going across the football field but and also I, I can vouch for you man, when you say you when you change your style up to something you're not used to or or let's say you go to a new camp, you know you go to a different group of people and you start rocking with them, and you start making their kind of music instead of your own. You do lose fan base, man, and I can vouch for that. You lose the core people who roll with you from the beginning, who liked you for no reason just because of your flow or just because of what you were saying. And then once you start when you go from conscious music to killer music or conscious music to, to banging trees heads on the headboard music <laughs> you know, the the conscious people are gonna be like, Whoa, you know, this is my life and, and I can't I can't really roll with that. So that's what's happened. Um just like on this show, you know, we have a lot of politi- political figures that listen to this show because I deal with a lot of people in politics. And that's just what I do. That's what I chose to do for the right of all minority communities, especially the black community. Um, I set out on a quest to say, you know, we need a representative to speak for us in those forums. Accept me or not, here I am. And that's what I've been doing. And, and a lot of people have, you know, taken me in and say, okay, yeah, we maybe we do. No, they not maybe, but they've said... We do, need pay, we do need to pay more attention to the black community, and here's why. For anything it's affecting them as well now, you know what I'm saying? It's not just our community it's affecting. It's the things that we're put in our community are affecting all communities at this point. You know what I mean? And music is something that ties all of us together, whether people like it or not. You know what I'm saying? You got 40-year-old you got white and black men listening to Snoop Dogg on the radio and bopping their head and probably calling them Nate Dogg. You don't know. You know wow. What I'm saying? So music, music definitely ties all us together. With that said, um, you know I I'm gonna talk about something tragic for a minute. I'm gonna go back and and I know this might touch a lot of the listeners' hearts, a lot of new people who listen to the show, a lot of a lot of their hearts, and probably your hearts. Um, everybody knows who and when I say everybody, I mean people from all walks of life. Everybody knows who Jay Z is today. And mostly because of his business moves, and then they found out about the rap stuff later. Somehow he's been able to manage the two. God bless him. Um, yeah,
6: yeah.
3: But talking about Notorious B.I.G. Christopher Wallace and uh, Tupac Shakur, Tupac. Man, if if we want to talk about the power of music for a minute, and and I want you guys to to like think back if you can, and and go back to the day you found out. First of all, when you found out there was the East and West Coast beef. And second of all, when you found out when Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. died. If you can remember, where were you and what went through your head when you when you realized how powerful this thing was? Let me start with you, Rascal.
4: Well, to be real, like, you know, I had ties to both of them dudes. Mm-hmm. Do my man Easy Mo B. What man. <laughs> oh.
3: Shout out to like, Easy Bro know, Beat, man, the funniest old school producer in the
5: world. <laughs>
4: you feel what I'm saying? Like, so, like I say, my, my family, like, they they had me in the mix of that when I was a, just a youngin' mm-hmm. or whatever. And when Biggie got killed, I remember my cousin called me or whatever. And as, as a matter of fact, I was on the block hustling. And it was this payphone, and he called that payphone and let me know about it or whatever. And when Pop got killed, I, I think I was in the same place doing the same thing I was doing, you know, wow. at that particular time or whatever. But, you know, that, that East Coast, West Coast thing, that was some media thing. Like, I know a lot of inside stuff that I don't really want to bring out.
6: No but, problem. You
4: know, it, it, you feel what I'm saying? But I, I just felt like it was just something that the media did to make it big, make it look like what it really wasn't. It really wasn't what everybody was saying it was. Mm-hmm. So, not, I, I really not feeling it. But I know I wrote this track for that. Like, I cried when Biggie died and lit an L for pop. Lost a lot of love for hip-hop and joined the plot. Because no matter how much love you show these chumps, they want to hit you up and leave the salary in a slump. Mm. Wow. Word up. Yeah, I think... Um, I know when
7: when they both got when they both died when I got the news um, I was in college actually and um, <clears throat> man it, it was just like I don't know man you know at first you know we 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 thought it was some kind of fabricated beef just to sell more records and whatnot you know like these guys ain't really one with each other like that like they might really be mad at each other but it ain't that serious man and it's just like when Park died like I hate to say this man when 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 Park died man. I knew it was going to be some kind of, you know, retaliation on big if if that was true. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know yeah. it would be that soon. Um, but as far as the whole East Coast, West Coast thing, I look at it like this, man. Hey, you you know, you remember in school, man, when, <laughs> when somebody like, when somebody will say that this person said something about you and then he'll go to the other person and be like, this person said something about you. And then, before you know it, you know, those two people fighting and the person that started it, <laughs> like, they out of it.
4: Yeah. No way <laughs> around.
7: You know that, that, that's how I feel about, um man, Ice Cube started that whole thing, man.
6: Ooh. You know, the bow, down,
7: the bow down record, man, that West Side okay. Connection <laughs> made, man. In my opinion, man, that started the whole East Coast, West Coast thing. That's what oh, put everybody everybody's mind that there was a division when Ice Cube put it out there. That there was a division. That's that's who was the, in my opinion, that, those were the first people to put out there that there was a division between East Coast and West Coast, and you know one coast was disrespecting the other.
5: Right
6: after
7: the fire got lit and it grew real big, you would notice that Ice Cube and them fell back. You know, like they should have been. They, in my opinion, if it was a war, they should have been right there alongside Park. You know, riding with Park and whatnot.
1: That's Everybody right.
7: in New York rode with Big.
6: Yeah, you know what I'm I mean? saying?
7: I mean, man, you, you had cats like King's Son come out of the woodworks, you know what I'm saying, talking about Pac and what and I. Like, everybody wanted a piece of that. Royal Flesh made a record, uh, yeah. CNN, Mob Deep in the May records, man. You know what I'm saying? On the West Coast, man, all you had was cats like you, you had Pac. Like, Pac was just about by himself, man. I mean, you know, it was Pac and J.O. Felony, you know what I'm saying? But there you didn't know. have a lot of cats, you know. He ain't have a lot of cats riding with him like that. Snoop was trying to play the Peacemaker, you know what I'm saying, after he done kicked the building over. He yeah. wanted to play the Peacemaker now and whatnot, you know what I'm saying. So I don't know, man. I, I feel like that was something that Ice Cube and them started, man, that got out of hand, and then they jumped out <laughs> when it got serious, man. Um, altogether, I feel like it was a personal beef, man, between two cats that knew each other, man, and everybody just stuck their nose in, man. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah,
4: I like should have been man.
7: They should have been able to hash
4: that out themselves, man. You know what I'm saying? So that was, was their plan. A... That was their plan to do. Right. That was they were planning to do.
3: It, it's amazing too, man, that it that it, it it was a personal beef that that just went wild. You know what I mean? And shout out the Ice Cube, man. I know that dude. You know, shout out the Cube, man. But I can't, you know, right is right. I can't disagree with you, man, because. You know, I just never looked at it from that from that perspective, man. But if you look at the timeline, that makes perfect sense, man. Yeah, I mean, man. I
7: always thought that. I always thought that. The Bow Down record came out. He made a statement. The fire the fire got big. And, he, you know, in my opinion, he was like, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. Whoa, why ain't me for it to get like this? You know what I'm saying?
6: Because cause,
7: uh, Q- Cube didn't go up against big.
6: Dude.
7: Cube didn't go up against bad boy. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, he was out. Like, you didn't hear no more records like that from Q, man. You know what I'm saying? After, you know, that East Coast, West Coast thing got big like that, man. He didn't He didn't really participate in it like that, man. Because he didn't see it getting that big. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like it was a situation where, you know, he just bit off more than he could chew. You know,
6: so.
3: You know, shout out to Hip Hop DX, too. I just listened to your interview with um, Young Chris where he was talking about, you know, the Rockefeller beef and all that, when Jay and Nas was beefing, and, you know, he was saying a lot of people didn't know, man, they were, you know, they were bulletproof messed up, you know, in the studio, you know, at Hot 97, man, you know, everywhere they went, he said, you know, it was that real, and that's just within the city. So, you know, I can just imagine how real it became after the media blew it up from coast to coast, you know, already. When people don't look like you and they don't act like you and they don't talk like you, there's already a, uh, 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 who is he? Type of, you know, type of stigma going on, type of thing going on, controversy going on, if you will. So, you know, just to blow that up and put words behind it and, and actions behind it, it can it can get really out of hand. And um, that's where I draw the line too, because I I say to a lot of people who are out there, even you guys, you know, for right or wrong, and and a lot of people disagree with this, but for right or wrong, when you have the power of this mic behind you. Man, you 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 are some sort of a role model.
6: Yeah. Whether yeah, you like it I, or not, I totally because agree.
3: people idolize if they don't idolize you or the things you do, they they can relate to it, and it makes them feel some sort of connection to you. Whether you're doing it just for money or respect or fame or whatever, people can relate to you when you know when you start telling your story. And that's anybody, first of all. But when you have the ability to reach millions at one time. Everybody, all those people can relate to you at once, and that's what creates a movement. You know what I mean? And this microphone is something that invokes that. So, you know, like the NBA players and the NFL players, you know, once upon a time, and I, I, I thought differently until and, and you get involved with it, and then you realize, you know what? These people rock with me no matter what. Right. You know, no matter what yeah. I do, so... I don't know. I got to go to the Soundchew weather report. We got like 13 minutes, fellas. Hang on one second. Just going to the Soundchew weather report. Shout out to dot. Shout out to Tupac, man. Rest in peace, B-I-G. This weather report is brought to you by Soundchew.com, one of the most prolific and dynamic sites online today. For all you music artists out there who desire to get your name known, log on to Soundchew.com and get some fame about yourself. Uh, Shout out to my people WMMG in Los Angeles today. 60 degrees, it was 60 degrees today in LA, partly cloudy, right now it's 52 degrees and again it is partly cloudy, tomorrow will be 64, partly cloudy tomorrow night, 54 degrees and expect some showers, WMMG in Washington DC, the nation's capital, 65 degrees today, it was mostly cloudy a little bit so, you know, you could have got your grill on today a little bit but tonight, right now it is 59 degrees with some thunderstorms and a few showers, tomorrow is going to be 74 degrees. Scattered thunderstorms throughout the day. Tomorrow night will be 50 degree, 58 degrees. Excuse me. With thunder showers throughout the night. Greensboro, North Kakalaki, WMMG, right here, baby. real the home of the KRB radio show. 63 degrees today. Partly cloudy, off of and on rain showers. Right now it's 54 degrees and it is partly cloudy with a 20 percent chance of rain. Tomorrow will be 71 degrees through the PM thunder showers and tomorrow night. 54 degrees, thunder showers throughout the day. This weather report was brought to you by SoundChew.
0: Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
3: Warfare. Mm -hmm. Ah.
1: (laughs)
4: Oh, but the God knows...
3: Shout out to my people who on, who we had on the show. My man, K Hill, Spooky Raw, a.k.a. Rapscal, Emerald Stone, everybody who did their thing. Shout out to Soundchoo, everybody who came through. Um, I just got one more question for my folks on here. I'm going to let them give their shout outs, t- talk about their projects. We got eight minutes to go on the show. we start with you, Rapscal. Let the people know, man, what you, what kind of projects you got coming up. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, just let the people know about the future of Rapscal if you
4: will. All right, well, right now I'm working with a few of my people out here. Call this up Bang Hard. You can check them out on YouTube, Bang Hard TV. But I got like numerous, numerous amounts of mixtapes that's out here circulating. Just been on two last week, two the week before. I think that make it like 20 something mixtapes that I got out here flowing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A couple albums out, you know, as far as, like, with the group. but I'm working on my my project right now, my solo joint right now. And I'm trying to get that out, like, quick as possible. But I'm taking my time on it to mm-hmm. let people know what's really going on, what it is. But you can find me on Twitter at Rapscal, R-A-P-S-C-A-L-L. Same thing on Facebook, MySpace, Reverb Nation. And that's me.
3: Yo, Sky, we, we I appreciate you coming on the show, man. You want to get any shout-outs before I let you go, my brother?
4: I want to just shout-out all my people in Carolina, all my people this worldwide, period. Shout-out to YouTube Project for having me.
3: No doubt, baby. It's what it is. That was Raskow right there, a.k.a. Spooky Raw, Lorraine Rowan, holding it down from the SC, you know, our twin states, Carolina, NC, SC. And now on to my man from the 252, K Hill. Let them know, fam, what kind of projects you got coming up, what you got out right now. Let them know. Any shout outs, whatever. It's your floor. All
7: right, let me see, let me see. Right now, um right now I'm tightening up the website, khillmusic.com, no dashes. Um, right now what's up, you know, it it got my bio up there, it got a couple of downloads up there. It's in the form of a blog. I'm working on my project, Motivational Speakers. Um the project the project was supposed to be out in March, but I just um I just became a disposition. I came b I just became a part of a production group with my man DJ Scaz, who's a producer and he DJs for um Big Daddy Kane. We got a production group together and um okay. I want to I want to format the project, you know, with just our production and whatnot. And um we're trying to finish up we're trying to finish up mid June. So we should have a project out in mid June, it's gonna be an E P. Nothing but like six songs, you know what I'm saying? Everything gonna be tight, what not. Um I'm already like I already got six songs together, but you know, you got to go back and tighten up some stuff. Um, let me see. I got a group called the Fourth Estate. Shout out to my man, Brother Soul. Shout out to my man, Fort Low. Um, yeah, yeah. To me, the Fourth the Fourth Estate is nothing but an extension of everything that K Hill has been talking about. Except it's going to be more elaborate. You know what I'm saying? Talking about it from different point of views. We touching on issues, man. Just um, we're just elaborating on on the foundation that I already started. And so you can look forward to that. You find me on Twitter, Hill Cosby. Um, Facebook, <laughs> K Hill Music. K Hill Music, no dashes. I'm on YouTube. Um, that's where you can find most of my videos. My name is Mister Hillmatic, and that's like about it. it. You know what I'm
3: saying? Like that. I like that. I love that, Mister Hillmatic. I like that Hill Cosby even more. Though.
7: <laughs> look, bro. Look, I, I got yeah. a million of them. Hill, Hill Clinton. You know what I'm saying? I might change the Twitter name again. You know, just playing off the whole, the whole Hill yeah. thing and whatnot.
3: I like that, man. That, that's real slick right there, Hill Cosby, though. You got to hold that for a minute.
7: <laughs> well, you know, man, man, Bill, man, Bill tell it like it is, though, man. You
3: yeah, know what I'm saying?
7: Man. So I'm just an artist, man, who, you know, telling it like it is.
3: Definitely so, and, man. And right you know, that's
7: you how know. I came up with Hill Cosby, man. And I thought, you know, I, I, thought, I thought a couple of cats get a kick out of it, too. His funny name, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I kind of kept it.
3: You probably have people hitting you up like, are oh, you Bill Cosby's son? <laughs> <laughs> love, look, look, like we this. all
7: look, look, look. Any black male is Bill Cosby's son, man, because yeah. he always he's always sonning us, yo. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm his son. Bill's my dad. Yeah.
6: Oh God, man. Bill no. said,
7: pull your pants up, yo. Bill said, pull your pants up. That's why you can't get no job, yo. Your pants sagging, man. Who else can tell you that other than your father, man? man. Bill Cosby, my pops, man.
3: I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for that, too, man. I'm I'm for Bill Cosby saying that because it makes a lot of sense, man. As as a businessman, I know, truthfully so, I, I can't hire anybody to walk in like that because the, my employees are going to look at me like I'm crazy because I exactly. hold up to that standard. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, shout-out to Bill Cosby and Hill Cosby on that. You got any shout-outs before you go, fam? Yeah, man.
7: Um, Shout-out to everybody that's been supportive, man. My family, man. My team, man, everybody who helped me, you know, bring bring the dream to fruitation, man, to make the dream a, a reality, man. Everybody listening tonight, shout-out to you, man. Like, you know, on another note, man, I'm so proud of what you are doing right now, man. Every time I look at – every time I see what you are doing, man, and the moves you're making, man, I can't help but think about, you know, when we used to walk to school together, man. And I just look <laughs> at it, and I'm like, man, wow, man, like we, we did it, man. Like we I really did it, man, man. like – I wouldn't have never thought, like, we never even talked about this.
4: When nah, we not to school no. together.
7: Yeah. We, we never even thought that this could happen, man. And just to see, you know, where we at years later, you know, and how we doing it, man, it just made me feel so good, man. I hope, you know, anybody, you know, that's from our area, man, I hope they, they, they watching us and I hope they see us. And, you know, I hope they know that anything is obtainable, man. Any dream you have is obtainable, man. You got a radio Damn. show, man. Yo, Oprah better watch out, B. You keep doing your thing, man.
3: I appreciate that, too. That's love right there. Listen, I got a minute to go. I'm going to end the show with your record. Shout out to everybody who came through, man. Shout out to my people, Frederick Douglass Foundation, my man, Kevin. Kevin Dames, president of North Carolina. My girl, Sonny Johnson over there, Tea Party, representing all the black folks out there. She held comment down, too. Shout out to all my peoples out there, the French Douglas Foundation, my man Timothy Johnson, running for the GOP vice chair out there. I Hope he get that. We definitely support you on this side and from the community. And one thing I wanted to say, man, everybody believe in what you believe in and go hard at what you do. Music reflects the people because the people talk about what they know. They talk about where they're from, and they talk about the experiences that they're experiencing or the things that they have experienced once upon a time. About to end this with a record called The Declaration of an Independent. Hill, here we go. Also want to give a shout-out to my people out there on my Facebook, man, facebook.com slash K-I-R-P Radio Show on Twitter at K-I-R-P Radio Show at symbol NC Pudgy y'all know how we do man look for us on YouTube all over man next Sunday 8 p.m. yo
8: man they ain't got no K-Hill over here man we don't play no K-Hill yo what do you mean they ain't got no K-Hill and I told y'all for the last time we don't play no hip hop around here get
7: out
8: of here can you tell by a fingerprint can you from the DNA. Can't to define his purpose. Does it make you nervous to know that only one writes wisdom this way? When you discover by paternity test that MC with God wrath in his chest, hellacious delivery, spitballs relentlessly, tell me if you're
7: ready to uncover his identity. Hell, Picasso, let's go. The boy seemed so humble when he came in the game lead a couple of jammies, now he got him a name Produced a couple of locals, so too much ain't changed huh? And that's what they say about me Well, oh my, now he's a self us legend Still stuck in the mud. And we accept him cause he represents even us in the hood But God forbid he ever gets to be successful huh? And that's what they say about me Well, 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 how does a fail taste? How does the bottom fail? I've been a witness to both the definition of hell i started it's up, it's up.